Somebody hand me a Bigfoot! Oh, you know what? It didn't even change the... It didn't change the screens this whole time we've been goofing off, and it didn't change the screens. I'll have to fix those while we're sitting here BSing. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, but it, the, believe me, there are new descriptions for this week's episode, and and maybe I should hold off until a little later when... Oh, yeah, when, give a surprise, when, uh, sure. Yeah, so nobody knows. That's the fun part, is like nobody knows what we're talking about until it's too late. Um, <laughs> we're, we're professional enough to change things and set things up for later but we're not professional enough to have it set for when, <laughs> for when we start going yeah. live yeah no yeah we can, you know uh and we're getting some what's up my noids in the chat what's up my noids Ooh, we need to we need to have in the discord the little the noid from uh dominoes or whatever so oh, that we yeah. can, like a black noid because that's do you feel like that's also part of the uh, apocalyptic nature of what we're going through right now like the noid was the, noid the final returning. thing well, yeah, because, like, you know, okay, you say, okay, A, your culture's being stolen. You know, they're, they're, they're changing every name, changing all of the characters that you, you know, thought were cool. They're not cool anymore. They're kicked out of their position. They're changed. All that shit, right? And then they're remaking everything. It's, like, just in the most stupid and, uh, like, just just minor like minor to the point of just annoying people i think <laughs> it's like oh dude we got a brand new annie okay what are you doing hear me out she's black well wasn't <laughs> she always that's black it. like i'm i'm no, all of a dude, sudden i'm just saying <laughs> i'm all of well, a sudden a at the point no hold on uh i'm all of a sudden at the point where like what's it called um the mandela effect where all of a sudden now I'm so used to everyone being black uh, mm -hmm. in the reboots that now I'm just like, well, wasn't Ariel always black? Yeah, weren't you know? they always? Yeah, right. So. Dude, by the way, who, what was the name of the girl who did the original Annie? What was her name? The actress? Shirley Temple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, there is, and I've seen it, a blackface Shirley Temple video out there. That so technically speaking, based on what you just said, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I was reading about, um, and you'll have to forgive me. I'm going to leave it on your face for a moment while I sort out the background. But um, so just don't be doing anything like throwing up uh, hail, hail Satan, um, or whatever. Uh, no, I was actually throwing. reading about this kid, and it's a kid of all people. Um, he's apparently like some kind of prodigy where oh. he was, you know, 13 and he graduated from uh, some prestigious university or MIT or some some nonsense. But he had he holds like these mm -hmm. high degrees and he actually ended up coming uh, coming forward with this theory that with the creation of CERN and cuz you know remember when CERN kind of came about in like what 2000 I mean it kind of became a thing in 2000 13 14 15 like that time frame right mm -hmm. okay uh, yeah. when we were when we were worried about cern right when they were all of a sudden talking about uh splitting the atoms of a molecule and shit and the oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and creating mm -hmm. a black hole and jumping into other dimensions and the infinite energy and all that stuff and we were worried that they were going to rip a hole into another dimension mm -hmm. um we were oh the blackface Annie. <laughs> I showed you. I um, told you. <laughs> all right. Well, Annie. Uh, it, it turns out Annie is a, a bigoted racist. 
I mean, uh, she's a child. You know, you can't you can really. Still be, you can still be a bigoted racist as a child. I was. I know I was Look, a bigoted racist as a child. All I'm saying is she was trying to go out for a roll. You were on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even alive when Shirley Temple was, was no. her thing. Um, but no, the uh, this kid, he, he, said, he comes forward and he says, Hey, man, when CERN kicked off uh, this whole, um, the Large Hadron Collider... Uh, right. When they kicked that off, we actually screwed up. Like, our our universe was destroyed, and we were shifted into this parallel dimension. And that is the cause for the Mandela effect. And I said, that's bullshit. Because, first of all, because you're a teenager, and I don't believe teenagers, especially young teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. Um with the exception of Kyle Rittenhouse. What, did you find that is, on your you know, Snapchat? Or, you know, yeah, would you, would you pop open a TikTok video and you, you, you were able to develop <laughs> this theory off of some kind of TikTok uh, uh, reaction video or something? Uh, exactly. But, but no, he said his his thing was we shifted to the in the Mandela effect, and, and I said, you know, that's bullshit. But then I said, hold on. When did I become aware of the Mandela effect, right? Like, when did I become mm-hmm. aware that we were misremembering things? Like when right. did the the concept? Oh, are you talking about like the Berenstein Bears? Right, right, concept? right, right. Okay, yeah. When did we become aware of that? When did all of a sudden we realize that we were misremembering stuff? And I realized it kind of coincides with the timeline of the CERN kicking off the Large Hadron Collider, and I realized Dude. that this kid may be right. And I hate to admit that this kid is maybe right, but I say this kid <laughs> may be right. Well, you know, it's interesting. I don't remember the the consequence that I had read about, but I do believe that I had seen something about um, them actually accomplishing opening up black hole, like opening up black holes, and that's yes. essentially it was a half-assed admission of things coming in and out. Mm-hmm. And so, in other words, it's here. What there's something that came through, something, and they they wouldn't admit to what it was or what have you. So I guess what I'm saying is, wouldn't it even be funnier if the kid that was right was from the other black hole? Or was from, the, from other... the other right? He came through the collider, showed up, you know, like naked Superman or whatever. Well, first and, of all, it's the Terminator that shows up. Naked. Oh, that's right. Damn yep. it. Sorry. Yeah. So the naked Terminator, <laughs> and then is just borrowing leather jackets till he gets to you. I need your pants, your overalls, and your hat with the spinny thing on the top. <laughs> Because all kids are like the stereotypical Mm -hmm. 1920s kid, troublesome kid, or whatever, like the kid that broke the window down. Where's your your single gear bicycle? (laughs) I need your 10 speed. I need your your 10 speed, your flip flops, and your your dirty face. (laughs) I'm just trying to think of like characters. Just the dirt off your face. Yeah, just taking dirt off of his cheeks. Yeah, putting it on. Give me a a lollipop. I need need three of your sports baseball cards to put in the the spokes of my wheels and and the best switch you got. And 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 that's, of course. And that's where you draw the lines. A stick. Yeah, yeah. Well, the stick, but. I need to I need to switch that looks more like a gun than anything else, so I can walk around and, and aim it at people and scare the dude. Other can kids. I tell you? I need a can dude. as well, so I can kick it on the road. <laughs> oh man, or a hula hoop with the yeah. Oh, the stick, yeah. You know, well, yeah, you can double just running down the road like that. Um, so my daughter now, 
one of the things she's doing is pointing, which often leads to double guns, you know, mm-hmm. which, of course, I'm intensely proud about. There's like there's nothing to be proud about, but I'm still I still manage to be proud of you how awesome. Be. Well, like, you're, you, but, oh, you should always so be great. proud of everything that your kid does, no matter how like yeah <laughs> minuscule and and that will never end because the more you do that as as they're younger the more mm-hmm. like i have my kids are like you know um eight well, seven seven ten and twelve or whatever and mm-hmm. they still come up to me and they're like hey dad check this out right. you know it'd be like the most <laughs> nonsense thing like that doesn't that's right. not impressive or whatever but i'm always like whoa where did this come from where did you learn this trick or what you know as i'm like i was like yeah right up. But yeah, you got to start right young. On. When they're little, you just you got to be proud of every little thing that they do. Well, the, well, so here's the here's the crux uh, or the, the the difficulty I'm having, right? Like I'm very excited about this. You know, I'm like, oh, my daughter's doing double guns, man. <laughs> it's so cool. On the other hand, I remember, and the guy's a fucking liar and whatnot, anyway. But do you remember that movie Bowling for Columbine? Yeah, Michael Moore. Yeah, in the movie, he discusses the sort of anti-gun craze because of the school shooting and how a kid was suspended from school for taking a chicken finger and pointing it at somebody. And I just thought, and then I think another one was for double gun, like, you know, for little guns with your fingers, like, pew! (laughs) It was, someone did it at a lunch table. And I thought, that's isn't it sad that like I I see my daughter doing that now and I'm like ah she's gonna get in trouble for that someday. Yeah, <laughs> that's what went into my head. It's so fucking weird, you know. Ah, it just they, sucks so bad. Well, that's when like you just gotta remember it doesn't matter. Like none of this matters because like oh, okay. the people who are so think back, like you're old enough to remember a time when people just weren't offended about anything you know like we could go about our day and you could use term my one of my kids actually said they were playing a game called kill the guy with the football and i was like oh you mean smear the you know my wife's like stop don't say it um Mm. but like there was a time where that was just the norm and you could go quit being such a fag let's go you know and that was okay you could say that to your pastor and your pastor would be like all right you got me all right i'll quit being a fag like that was just the nature of discourse or whatever and now can i tell you yeah yeah please go ahead go ahead no sorry yeah i'm not even sure if i should say this it has nothing to do with me so i guess i could say it you know and isn't it so weird by the way like the most extreme we could say oh remember when no one was offended and it always leads back to the n-word like Mm -hmm. it's always like but i remember in high school uh kid I went to school with. I'm not going to name names. He may have a job and doesn't want to... <laughs> I don't want to get him in trouble. His name was but, Mike. I'm just going to guess every name in the book. <laughs> sure. Yeah, his name is Mike, and there was another kid named Mike. But Mike A is white, and Mike B is black, okay? And we were in a science class, and we're about to watch like a film or a, a slideshow or whatever the hell it is. And they turn all the lights out, and Mike A, out loud to the whole class, says, <laughs> Hey, where'd Mike B go? Hey, Mike B, start smiling or I don't know who to throw this paper at. <laughs> and the whole room, like the teacher was just like oblivious or just didn't care. The whole room, little laughs. And then they just like 
threw paper at each other and they were talking afterwards in 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just ball busting in the way like you could say it's wrong, I guess, but <laughs> they ball busted and it was just like, yeah, that was it. That's it. Yeah. You know, nobody. And, and that was you know, that's uh, speaking of racism or whatever, like blatant racism. You know, we always mm-hmm. point to blazing saddles. Right. Because, you know, we were it was funny, like being racist. And, you know, when we were in the army, it was you could be racist with everybody because we were all, (laughs) you know, we were all green, right? Is what, is what they would say. Everybody's green or whatever. So, but you could say whatever racist thing that you want to say. And Mm -hmm. it didn't matter because they knew you were kidding. And then they would likewise say something racist back to you. And Mm -hmm. that was just how it was. So imagine my surprise in recent years (laughs) when all of a sudden it got very, everybody got very uptight about it. And mm. so this is new, the, this being offended. But sure, there were people who were offended or whatever. And there were always people, mothers against this oh, or yeah. that. Or mm-hmm. there was always someone getting upset about something. But it <laughs> yeah. was not to the level to where you could throw a dead cat and hit somebody who's offended by anything that you want to talk <laughs> about, right? So you might say, right. all right, who would be offended if I uh, made a trans joke or whatever? Ten years ago, you could throw a dead cat a hundred times and not hit anybody. You hit, bounce off of people and shit, and nobody Dude, would care. Dude, half the time you'd probably be like, what is that? Right. And there was just not Which enough is... people that cared. So even yeah. to speak, uh, who would be offended if I was to use a racial slur? You know, ten years ago, it's like, ah, come on. Not at work. Let's wait until we go out for drinks or whatever. <laughs> Let's at least, I mean, in front of the customers. Come on, we got to maintain a professional Oh, sure, appearance. yeah. Uh, but then, like, yo, I gotta, I gotta sell this, this yeah, cell phone, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, like, what? and no. that was the sort of stuff that you could say in the break room, but you couldn't say it out in in the open <laughs> order. And and so now, you could, you can't throw a cat without hitting five or six people out of ten who are, you know, who would be offended by it. It's absurd, right. and you know, these people, they're not. You go back to the whole Darwinism, right, or the survival of the fittest, or the natural adaptation. People mm-hmm. have adapted over time to certain cultural behaviors, and among sure. those was racism, you know, like and, and <laughs> joking or whatever, or humor. Like those are things that we just got used to, and nobody cared mm-hmm. across all races. Now mm-hmm. people have like devolved to where they are no longer able to adapt. They're no longer able to survive in a society that operates in that way or is is willing to accept that sort of behavior so those people what i'm getting at is they Mm. will not survive i don't foresee them lasting you know because you look at like the suicide numbers right those suicide numbers aren't just people who just had a a switch go off in their head one day and they were like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. kill myself there's always some kind of well, not always, but 99% of the time, there's oh, there's some kind of thing that developed to a point where they were like, all right, I'm going to fucking kill myself uh, because of this, this, and this, <laughs> right. and this. Yeah. And yeah. so these people who are just like perpetually offended and they, they'll eventually just say, I can't deal with this anymore. You keep saying racist stuff. You keep making fun of transsexuals. <laughs> Why do you think transsexuals are killing themselves off at, you know, 41% of transsexuals commit suicide? Mm-hmm. Why do you right. think that is? It's because, you know, those people get picked on and they just can't take it, you know, and then nerds, nerds commit suicide or they go on and they they push 
fucking uh, blood clot vaccines or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and yeah. they make billions of dollars. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of nerds go off and kill themselves because they get picked on. You know, jocks, they grow up and they realize that they peaked in high school and they're never going to be able to do anything with their life because Dude, they broke their, you know, whatever. Go, go yeah. ahead, I'm ranting. No, no, I actually have a question. I wonder, because we're, of course, in a time now where, like you said, a lot of people are killing themselves and... A, no one seems to care. But B, <laughs> you know, it's this interesting situation. When I wonder what you think about this. I'd love to know your opinion. Because you're saying they won't last. And I tend to agree with you. But do you think there are going to be, like, this maybe small faction of people, right? Like, we've gone through the beginnings of, you know, you and I talk about how we're kind of in revelation right now. We're going to go through the apocalyptic site type stuff or whatever it is. And, you know, maybe we're living in the woods like the people in Defiance, you know, that movie right, right. and stuff. Like, who knows, right? I like to but think can you imagine? Dead, but... Well, okay. But then there's this little faction, right? And, you know, there's like the nose rings, the bad tattoos. There's blue the hepatitis, hair. the blue hair, right? The, the furry costume because they could only grab so much on their way out of the house. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> the furry costume made the cut. They were in it anyway. They were making a TikTok <laughs> video. And it's like, oh, shit, the zombie's at the door. You know, I just wonder if there's going to be this faction, right? And you go, like, you figure, oh, fuck, I ran into the one set of people that are going to be offended in this whole thing. <laughs> and and finally, they just saw, they've seen, now they've seen some shit. So they're just the worst. Like, they, they finally met their mat. Like, they're walking down the street and they go, what a <laughs> like they're just suddenly <laughs> they all of a sudden lose all sensitivity that's what i'm saying like it, there's a complete 180 to survive like they're you know they've been on the road <laughs> Let me... they've got the beard you know and they're just like listen <laughs> i imagine I'm this hot topic you faggot you know or I, whatever. yeah uh, yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could go back to how it used to be at Forever Twenty One. The but the furry <laughs> guy, he's got like when you said the beard. I'm imagining how does the furry present himself with with the beard? Mm-hmm. Is it the beard grows on the costume? But no, I think more realistically, <laughs> either one would be funny. More realistically, he's got the head off, and he's got he's got to take the, the head off so beard. you can see the beard. Um, oh, wouldn't it be great both ways the if the Whoa, head yeah. had stubble? <laughs> like he just when they're in their downtime when they're sitting in a, a abandoned Aldi's he's taking the black magic marker and just putting in on. stubble on the bunny's head or whatever he was, he was an know? art major before the apocalypse <laughs> so. finally finally his degree comes into play <laughs> you know and and the good news for him is that despite Joe Biden not uh doing this whole uh student loan repayment that he promised them and they voted for oh, him yeah. for uh that he just announced this week he's not going to do and all these people Dude, are fuck the, upset about fuck that. the repayment it's the it, it there's no reimbursement but now they have to pay like it's yeah there's a yeah <laughs> it's 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 not only a reversal but it's like a double down reversal like he ran on or people think he ran on these really liberal things like right oh no we're going to pay for everybody's student loans man we're going to Andrew Yang this bitch or whatever right <laughs> and it's it's like not only did he never say that i don't think or if he no, did he i don't know if he in fact spoke knew. against it elizabeth warren yeah. was the one who was pushing it and he said no no we're not doing that but people kept believing that joe biden was going to 
he was going to yeah. save them from their student loans. Right. It was just like a cumulative effect of all these shitty people led to, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, here's Wang, who, or Andrew, you know, he, oh, no one's listed. Andrew Yang, I don't know. He's Mayor. good at math. He's New good York at math, Mayor. but I don't trust him on the numbers. <laughs> and then, you know, here's Pete Buttigieg, who, by the way, we haven't talked about this, and I don't know if there will ever be a time, but did you know that he took a couple months off, not just for uh, parental, or, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it there? Paternal paternity, but one of the main excuses why he couldn't come back to work so quickly was because he was breastfeeding. No, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently he chose the role of the mother, and he wore this thing. I would assume a milky bustier hmm. or something. Is it like on and- Meet the Fockers? When uh, <laughs> oh I don't oh maybe when Robert De Niro's got the boob on yes most likely yeah mm-hmm. so I'm ninety listen I cannot a hundred percent confirm because I watch a lot of shows and I hear half things and they might be joking <laughs> but I'm one hundred percent willing to believe it and die on that hill anyway how about that <laughs> I <laughs> like, am willing to accept your accusation you know that's the thing about the show is like we don't have to tell the truth. Because mm-hmm. as we've learned over recent years is like people like Rachel Maddow and Tucker Carlson, they've been able to get off the hook by making yeah. like these radical claims. And then they say, well, nobody takes us seriously anyways. Nobody right. considers us an actual <laughs> news program. So like we can say whatever we want. And I've kind of like that's become my character is I just mm-hmm. say whatever wacky thing I want to say. And sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not. And I, most of the time, I don't have anything to back it up, and I don't really care. And I don't think anybody. I think the the people who are in the chat, they don't care anymore. So that's that's one thing no. that I hope that you'll embrace. Uh, mm-hmm. That you'll just <laughs> say whatever comes into your mind. And half the time, you say something, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to believe it anyways because that's just Sweet. the kind of guy I am. A because I trust you as a person, but B because I just mm-hmm. believe any old conspiracy that's placed in front of me. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, it's almost Pete better Buttigieg that way, isn't it? Was breastfeeding and he wasn't able to come back to work as Department of Treasure is there, or Department of Transportation. Is that why all of a sudden all of our our ships are trying to get into the dock or whatever? They can't even dock. Mm-hmm. Which there's a joke to be told there. Oh, there's uh, definitely with, uh, yeah with a gay Department of uh, I was Transportation. Say, Tom, thanks docking. to the gay man breastfeeding, <laughs> the ships can't dock and the seamen are all over the place. There, yeah. See, you had the joke Boom. all lined up there it already. Is. Uh, I'm glad I was Boom. able to tee you up for that one. I was going to um, say thank you. I do want to say yeah, this. By the way. Okay, please yeah. go ahead. Oh, so just to finish, it was I think people misunderstood that there was this compounding amount of shitty people. You know, the Klobuchar's, the Kamala Harris's, the, all these guys and girls. And then suddenly there's this old man Joe still. And they're like, oh, well, he was as old as that Bernie Sanders guy. And... <laughs> They're all kind of an amalgamation of each other. They're just like jello in a fat sack, right? You know? Okay. So I think that's what he said, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you say and, girls to include Buttigieg? Yes. Okay. Well, look, you know, I could, it, could, it couldn't have been about Klobuchar or um, Kamala, right? Yeah. By the way, I saw, I, again, not knowing the truth, but I, I choose to accept it. That I saw a short video of Kamala trying to charge I saw that. an electric car 
and not knowing if it was working because there was no gas fumes or rev rev sound, <laughs> I believe was the... <laughs> they... And I have to admit, I now want her as our president. You know? You know what I it, there's a difference between with. evil and brainless, or like evil and demented, and actually brainless, and I prefer that one. You know? I have something I'd like to say about Kamala Harris and that gas station fiasco <gasps> I, or electric station fiasco. Do we need to put on somber whatever. music? Are we doing a confessional no. here? No. I. <laughs> the first thing I thought when there were there were so many words and I wish I remembered exactly the uh, the, the phrasing of the article but mm -hmm. it, it used words like chug and <laughs> plugging and oh, inability God. to um to load or so like there were all these like all this terminology that they were mm -hmm. using and it had and it was regarding Kamala Harris or whatever and she had her like ah, crazy face or whatever um, oh yeah you know I saw all that and I said there's I'm not as good at making jokes as you are I'll admit that I'll be the oh, first to admit it oh, but I will say well. I'm really good at identifying the ingredients to a good yeah. joke right well here so, let me ask you this do you think that's a, do you think that's an article written by a guy who knows he's in a dying medium and can't say what he really wants to? And he just really wants to. Yeah, like that's the like make the like joke. He's, like he's giving you the ingredients. He's giving right. Like he, it's a beautiful mind, but for <laughs> for one article, <laughs> like wait a minute, I see all the signs, you know. And then it's cut to the Zach Galifianakis where it's the. <laughs> Pythagorean theorem and the <laughs> x divided by two and all the numbers come up and then you just see the words like you said chug uh, I don't know whatever I can't remember everything else on your knit like imagine if she you said, know yeah, yeah gulp chug uh, power bottom something belly you know, full of semen <laughs> like yeah, all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you know and you just I just wonder if sometimes because there's only so many things you could do when you have to survive to earn a paycheck you know and I just I heard what you were saying, and I'm like, oh, that dude was trying to send a message. He that was his SOS. Like I I I, <laughs> I was watching a conspiracy type video the other day, and he was doing um, uh, something about the Telegram, the newspaper, or whatever, and apparently that was used by Allied forces to send hidden messages to you know across the sea kind of thing, um, about strategies and different stuff like that and that's from all the way back i guess in the 30s or whatever and so i'm hearing you tell the story and i'm going that's his so that's his i have a joke about kamala being a whore and i can't say it she's i'm not allowed she's literally unable to deal with the pumping in the hole because there's no fart sounds and get and fumes i can't say what I oh, want, it's, you know. it's like an anal sex joke with Kamala oh, Harris. Geez. Like, don't you love that we're in a point in our history where, like, <laughs> every day you get to make dick chugging anal sex jokes about our <laughs> vice president, like our second most powerful person in the country, in the world, mm -hmm. arguably? We could make that argument that the yeah. second most powerful person in the world has had a facial. From, like, politicians <laughs> in California. Like, we can right. make these jokes. And I gotta ask you, Jerry, mm -hmm. and I want you yeah. to be honest. Okay. Given the opportunity, 
And if mm-hmm. STDs or STIs weren't an issue, would you fuck our vice president? Wow. And let's say you were a single guy. And, and we'll oh, add yeah, that yeah, yeah. Everything, that, yeah. Obviously. A whole thing, yeah. You know, I, it's funny. I've been asked this question before. I don't know if you have. But I've seen younger photos of her. But I've also seen younger photos of her sister. And I want to say that the the question then was of the two and at that point my answer was Kamala so I guess if I didn't just retch <laughs> like yeah. if, I, if I didn't just say suicide right then I have to own up to that and say yeah it would just have to be very selective in its time and place you know what I mean cause now after all that it's like dude I'm used goods and I'm in better shape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna, I you? will I'll say this. Okay. I'm not going to distance myself from my answer like you just did. I'm not going to play the dance around the Kamala Bush like you just did. I uh-uh. will own it and I will say if under totally different circumstances, you know, if I was sure. a single guy, never married, uh whatever, uh, and, mm-hmm. and the opportunity presented itself. Right. And she was not plagued like the, you know, the COVID Petri dish that I know she is. Oh, um, yeah. Then, yeah, I think I would. Just be, I mean, as you know. As president, you mean? Or just as, in or a general. Whoever. Yeah, just if I, if we were out so and, I, was, and I was out, say was I was centered. out drinking. And, okay. and, you know, we were at a bar and Kamala Harris was oh, you're a saying senator, general. even. Mm-hmm. Um,. Yeah, I'm not saying like I wouldn't do it just for the power. Like I would, it, it had her being vice president has nothing to do with it because I don't honestly so think you're that saying, her position as vice president does anything for me. So you're saying, oh, okay. First of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to stop you there because I when my answer now that I'm thinking more because you're opening up, I think I have to open up. Okay, please do. I like to I'd like to not be on this island alone. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to say it. I still may end up sticking to I wish it was a younger version of her or whatever. Mm-hmm. On well, that's the other hand, the case, I think. Right. On the other hand, no, I would take Tulsi Gabbard today. I don't care, you know. That's not always All the right. answer. Not for me, you know. But But I mean, would you prefer older right, here's, Tulsi Gabbard to younger? See, I think if she was like skinny, probably had a six-pack ab in the army her, then you're too much like a man and I don't like yeah. that. I've always been the comedian, you know, skinny, fat body, you know, like I never. Yeah, like disguised. You're not, you don't yeah, look I was, fat until you get your I shirt was off. always, yeah, like until now, I was always thin, but I never went to the gym. So like, I had a runner's body, but like kind somehow. of a little belly all the time. Yeah, somehow. So. No, I think I would still want the Tulsi of now because now it's like, oh, you got a little bit of saddlebags and stuff. I could be confident in myself. It's like, yeah. She's got those Ray Liotta cheeks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that ruins it all now. Or, may, or maybe it makes Goodfellas better. I'm not you sure. You know what's funny? It's like if you give Tulsi Gabbard a facial, she looks normal. <laughs> <laughs> it shows where the streak in her hair came from. Uh, but, dude, I meant I her say, like dimples; think, they fill in, and she just looks oh, like she's that. got smooth skin. 
Oh, that. Yes. Uh, no, I think, honestly, if it came to Kamal, I don't know if I saw her, like, on the street with her big horse teeth and bad, ad- like, shitty attitude and dumb, if I could even get drunk enough for that. Like, because I oh. still have to talk to you on the ride of somewhere. You know what I mean? But if if you're wearing that pantsuit <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Oh, if anybody found out, you'd be so embarrassed. This is going to be great. Like, <laughs> so you're and doing then, it out of sheer and make like, it great. Okay, you know. Like, See, I'm just, I'm is, still at a I'm point. Salu- I'm saluting a flag somewhere. It's out a window, whatever. You know. I'm still She's, at a point where I would do it just for recreational purposes. Like, I don't need to do it out <laughs> of like out of spite or whatever. I don't care for her as a senator, obviously. I don't care for her as a vice president. Sure. I don't care for her as a human being, frankly. But, mm-hmm. you know, if Tom Miller were drinking one night at mm-hmm. a hotel bar and, uh, you know, I was on the road for one reason or another and it was a nice hotel bar sure. in California and and I happened upon her. I was sitting there drinking my uh, rum and coke and, okay. and out, of, you know, out of nowhere, Kamala Harris, already drunk, uh, shows up, sits down on the stool <laughs> next to me and she's, you know, she's you know, playing the, oh, you one for all my friends or whatever. You know, she's doing this number. Oh, yeah. And, right. uh, you know, and maybe I would make a pass at her. And if it stuck, it stuck. If it didn't, it didn't. But truth be told, we're, we're already at the hotel. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like we oh, have yeah. to. And then when it's done, when the deed is done, I can leave. I can just go back to my right. hotel room. Or, you know, I could you know, I could just leave my hotel room and, and leave her there and then check out. Um, mm-hmm. Either way, you know, there's no commitment, and, and maybe you know, maybe I don't even give her a real name. I don't know. Uh, you know, there's no. That's the thing with banging Kamala Harris. It's, it's, there's no commitment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, that's true. I do. She have, left um, before you did, and it's yeah, her well, room. Oh, you know perfect. what I mean? Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be the way to do it. You know, <laughs> that like it could not go any better than if we yeah. did that. Uh, I have a joke that I want to tell. And okay. it's not great. So if you guys want to, if you want to add to it, and you guys in the chat want to add to it, by the way, Jay Coob, uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be here when you get back. I'm sure. Um, I was driving, I was driving, and this is a true story, by the way, as as mm-hmm. most observational humor is or is not. True story, everyone. Um, I was I was driving with my wife, and we were we were heading back home, and. On this back road to my house, there's, you know, there's a, it's a residential Lee area. I mean, it's kind of like rural residential. So mm-hmm. um, there are some, it's, it's kind of a highway and there are houses on either side. Anyways, we're, we're driving down that and we see a guy running and he's in full like jeans, uh, a button up shirt with like a, you know, a Marty McFly vest. He's got his mask <laughs> on and we're out, oh this is outside, God. right? And he's running. He's got his mask on. He's got his hair done up real nice, sunglasses and shit. Uh, totally, like, just a very weird scene, seeing this guy running on the side of the road. And we're like, okay, because that's, A, that's not a place where people typically run either. Um, right. So yeah. we see this happening, and we're like, well, that was peculiar. And we keep driving, and we're like, I wonder what his deal was. Maybe his car's broken down up ahead. Maybe there's something going on up ahead. I don't know. And mm-hmm. um, we keep moving down the road. And as... As we're finishing up this very brief conversation about what happened, I see on the left side one of the houses, there's somebody, they're puking in their driveway, right? (laughs) And this is the middle of the day. It's not like drinking hours where, like, you know, Mm -hmm. people are out partying and he's got a red Solo cup and he's, like, you know, throwing them back in the puke in the driveway, (laughs) which would be like, okay, it's 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. That's a pretty normal sight, especially if it were a college town. It's not, but... I'm just like, I'm giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. Well, this chick. I thought it was a chick. It's long hair draped down or whatever. Puking in the oh. driveway. 
I see that. My wife sees <laughs> it. We point. We both point to it at the same time. Like there's a chick puking in her driveway. There was a guy running that way in his clothes. <laughs> like something weird is happening. Let me pull over and make sure that this person is okay. As I pull over, we pull into this little like parking lot where there's actually a pokey stop. So I was able to snatch the pokey stop while I was driving. Pull around. This dude stands up. Turns out it's a dude with long hair. Looks like the main character from Death Clock. Stands up. Goes inside. <laughs> and just like, they're fine. Like wiping their face or whatever. Goes inside and closes the door behind them. So it's not like... So this this is where the joke starts, right? I'm mm-hmm. imagining this guy. He's like inside his house. And it's so <laughs> gross inside of his house. Like... Mm-hmm. He has to go outside to puke because he's just like, <laughs> you know, and then like somebody calls him up and they're like, hey, I'm bringing over takeout. Do you want anything? And he's like, you want to come eat here? Eat in my house? I don't even eat here. I don't even puke in here. <laughs> to the driveway and puke. Um, so that that was my joke. Do with it what you want, people at home. That's a do-it-yourselfer. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the that was what came up this week, and I got some stuff. I'm going to save it for next week because we're already well into our content time. Uh, but mm. Jerry, what, oh, uh, let me let, let's do the shot, let's do the welcomes, and let's oh, yeah. get this show on the road because we got some we got some big stuff happening today, and we got yes, another we game for you guys. Jerry insisted that we continue with this game motif, so he came up with a new game that we're going to do, and I had to, you know fine-tune it a little bit because you know with everything that jerry does it's always a little rough around the edges so. <laughs> <laughs> to to jerry's uh half acid no no what, what to what my rough jerry's, edges yeah to, to jerry's oh wait wait, wait to kamala harris's rough edges <laughs> and to tulsi gabbard's rough edges on her That's face <laughs> that's different i'm i'm doing it used to be i would do some kind of flavored thing for the shot Oh yeah, I've been doing these bourbons and these whiskeys, uh, which I know I understand that bourbon is a type of whiskey. Um, sure, but this is called New Riff Backsetter, and these mm. are not traditional shot glasses. This is like a double shot glass. Yeah, that is yeah. Um, my Houston one that my wife got me while she was in Texas, uh, but this is called New Riff. It is a uh, Backsetter Peated Backset Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, mm. Really good stuff. Very, very peaty, as as you. And you said it's called it. New Riff. New Riff. It's in fact it's bottled here. I don't I don't know if it's made here or. Um. Yeah. Let's see. The next. To, wait. Are you saying next to you by Kangaroo Jack? Yeah. <laughs> where, where is that? No, I think I shipped that out to you. Um, yeah, you, it was, it's been weeks now. I'm waiting. Yeah, you but, were. you know, since Kentucky got hit by seven tornadoes or whatever, our I just mail, assume. Yeah, our mail system has been a little crazy. So your your copy of Kangaroo Jack, uh, $14.95 value, is probably still <laughs> sitting on a truck somewhere, on a pallet somewhere. Uh, it says, this un, the unprecedented use of peated sour mash back set lends a lovely smoky tone to our flagship mm. New Riff bourbon. This is, in wow. fact, oh, okay, no, it's distilled, aged, and bottled in Newport, Kentucky, just up the road from me. Huh. So. Wow. Literally a uh, 15-minute drive from here. I could, you know, it's, they, they carried it in Costco for a while, so I have a well, few don't bottles forget, of it. Well, I'm going to say this to you, then. I'm looking at their site just to check it out real quick, and they offer tours you can visit. So, I mean, if you're that excited, I mean, I'm sure you could get a good tour in. I'm not that excited. 
I may have misled you with my enthusiasm. I was just trying to be cool to the to the to the company because I, I support local companies or whatever uh, oh, as often incredible. as I can. And mm-hmm. uh, you know that was one of them. Dude, I like. Can it. I say something by the way? I hate my state, whatever. and I'm looking to move. However, I'm looking at their map of where the state of what states carry new riff, and mine is actually one of them. Oh wow! I did not see that coming. Well, that don't let that be a reason to keep you in place. Um, <laughs> don't let don't let my recommendation, because my recommendation really means nothing in, in, in just about everything. Uh, my my um, when people ask me for my recommendation, I'm I'm always like, you don't want it because the sort of stuff that I like is not stuff that mm-hmm. you will like that most people like. So, um, yeah, Gemini just said let's do some shots. I just I just did. I think Gemini actually said that prior to. And speaking of. Yes. Let me go ahead and say welcome to the chat. Uh, Mike in Manitoba, again, is in the lead. Uh, Jake Hoob, who is gone right now. Somebody named Dash. I I don't know if that's, you know, they're, they're, they've just got a Dash for their name. Yeah. Uh, Joseph mm-hmm. Byrer, your face. Metapod. Metapod uh, Bunghole. <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Megabit Banshee. I misread that. I, uh, autocorrect fucked me up. And it's Gemini very, yeah. S. Um, what are we talking about this week, Jerry? I don't, what What is the... Do you even know? Do we even like clarify exactly what we're talking about? I think we've been somewhat ambiguous. Well, the theme, I think, that we're trying to kind of dabble with is you and I had basically had a conversation about the Travis Scott thing. And then that expanded into, well, you know, this might be the craziest one visually there's kind of a lot of in real time holy shit things going on but as far as actually actual like satanic or 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 at least you know maybe uh uh, masonic or you know the, the evil in the background kind of stuff on music and entertainment is pretty plentiful <laughs> to come by so maybe yeah, we not should. Like, you can, it's you can't not throw just, a dead you know, cat without hitting. <laughs> we right. keep using that example as as many times as I can. That's going to be the one. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't, it, it, like you said, you can't help but throw. You you couldn't even pick up the dead cat before tripping over another. <laughs> Some kind know. of satanic reference in music. Yeah, whether it's even the Illuminati, like black and white floors on many. You know, whether it's, it's in the uh, NBC building, I believe, that is uh, um, Jimmy Kimmel. There's some stuff about him where, like, you know, he's, of course, made this transformation and gotten a show in spite of not really being funny or popular. And you look at he's got some ties to some pretty upper echelon types. And on the, you know, the floor is the black and white checkered. And you see that in a number of music videos, of course. And, you know, there's all it's all over the place, you know, whether it's the 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 anti-Christian messaging, whether it's the straight up satanic messaging, whether it's, you know, the Dan Schneider <laughs> Nickelodeon <laughs> foot fetish <laughs> child fucking girls in the fucking. Feet. Yeah. You know, there's it's a real cornucopia of <laughs> options <laughs> for satanic child abuse and blasphemy and all can this I kind use, of other stuff. Can I use the metaphor of like it's an all-you-can-eat buffet of kid, <laughs> yes, fucking, yes kid can. foot fucking? Can I mm-hmm. use that like an all-you-can-eat buffet of mm-hmm. kid foot fucking? 
Yes. In Dude, the entertainment let me tell you. industry. That's let me tell you what something. We'll when... call it. That's what. The, that's yeah. the name of this episode. You had me at all you can eat. <laughs> you had me at the golden corral of little kid foot fucking in the entertainment exactly. industry, starring Dan Dude, Schneider. I, oh my god, dude! I have to tell you, you know, my wife. Like, like, the more I kind of show my wife stuff that's going on, you know, she's focused on mommy stuff. She's focused on. Well, yeah. As how are we gonna be. raise the baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like raising the baby, like what we're how we're gonna be as parents, that kind of thing, right? And then I'm the one sitting there going, like, she'll say something like, oh, you know, when she gets a little older, we should take her to her an aquarium. And I go, there will be no fucking aquarium. We might be living there to try to get some clean water out of the fucking whale tank. You know, whatever, right? We'll have to dip our canteen cups in the shark tank just to get a sip of water. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then I'm giving her all these different forms of information to show her it's always show your work, right? Remember that in school? Show mm-hmm. your work. Even if you got the answer wrong, if you showed the proper techniques, you may get points credit yeah, for it, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, yeah. Sometimes so it's always... Yeah. yeah, yeah sometimes it's just... I'm not even going to argue with you because my, <laughs> the difference between you and me and showing our work is like the work that I showed. I Sometimes I didn't even <laughs> know the answer and I didn't know how to get it, but I would write a lot of stuff. I would create like the Sistine Chapel of al- algebraic formulae and mm-hmm. uh, or formulae however that's pronounced i don't know i don't speak latin um the you know I, i'll do that on a question mm-hmm. and hope for the best and sure. i would still get zero because they would say nowhere in this did you even have it's that anything. adam sandler movie yeah response, right? we're all dumb nowhere in your having. response did you have even remotely a coherent <laughs> well thought out whatever yeah um, so, you know, I'll I'll show her. What the hell were we talking about? Yeah, how you'll show her occasionally, oh, like the you'll right. show your work. So, so finally, she texted me back a couple of days ago, and in response like, to me sending her stuff, you guys not like live together the way you're like. Oh, she texted me back, <laughs> dude. She she's at work. I'm at work, and she doesn't want to deal with. What she, you know, like she might be in the bathroom and she's texting me or, and I have my own office and I have, you know, so I can do that. And so like, finally she texted me back and said, well, I'm sorry that I thought you were just being over the top. It's true. (laughs) They're trying to kill us. They're actually trying to kill us, you know? And I said, you know, honey, I'm glad you kind of came. Like I've not been fucking with you you realize that right? like i'm not and she goes it was no, never my little... intention to just be like a nuisance or whatever yeah and, <laughs> all these know, ridiculous she... things i said oh i'm such a rob scallion trying to make you think that everybody's gonna kill <laughs> um and you know and then she said something like no but like i just thought you know because you get on one you know and you speak very like it, it, everything's an emergency kind of or whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know I thought you were just kind of on one every time you would because I'll say this to her you know like she'll say something to me about like maybe the inflation stuff or this or that right whatever and I'll go I'll be in the middle of a sentence and go and don't forget they're trying to kill us and so <laughs> you know so like, it's it'll like just some be like, kind okay. of like footnote on every single thing that you're saying Yes, it's like oh, so the price of gas. Okay, so or the the, the let's say you were you were mentioning the Pete Buttigieg, you know the the stuff at the dock kind of thing, right? Okay. First of all, I so think it was you that referenced Pete Buttigieg. 
I did, but you said I did, but then you said, "Oh, are you telling me that he's breastfeeding, right, and that's right. why we can't get stuff off the ships?" And there's all the semen. <laughs> I'll take I'll take ownership of that. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up the semen, my man. Sorry. Oh, so man. no, I hate when I do that. <laughs> I, hate the, I hate that I'm always bringing up semen. That's it, dude. And so, like, I'll say, like, "Oh, okay, so here's what's happening at the docks, and this is what," and then go. But don't forget, I mean, remember, they're trying to kill us. And anyway, so then, right? And finally, she just goes, yeah, they, you, you know, they are. And I go, well, you know, honey, I, I'm sure it was probably hard to accept. <laughs> like, seriously, because you don't, like, all right, if they, there's a major difference between they don't care about you and they're actively trying to kill right. you. yeah. You know? And... I said, I understand there is that difference. And you were, she was already at, they don't care about us. You know, that's that thing. She already, she, she doesn't trust government and all that. Like she's already there, but then now she's here. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, they do actually traffic in child rape <laughs> and murder. Like that's currency to them. So I think it is pretty reasonable that they're going to try to starve, you know, or whatever. Like, right. And, and that's, I guess I just want to make sure to bring that up as whenever we're going to talk about the messaging in, in the industry of like music or entertainment, guys, it's a joke to them. They're fucking with us. They're putting it in the things that they give us for entertainment. So we don't realize we don't make the same money our parents did or our grandparents did. And we forget the fact that the generation before that sold us all out by believing the lie that if they get off the farms and just come work for someone else we'll all be better off <laughs> and stuff guys it's a fucking joke to them so when you watch these videos where there's that what do they call that uh, uh predictive programming you know and and it's some crazy guy going no but seriously on the simpsons or you know i i just watched a four-part series of shang chi and the ten rings and how all of it leads to like you know a bunch of eclipses and when they're going to start trying to do stuff in the middle and then possibly a volcano and all this sort of stuff and i said you know what it may sound weird but these are people who traffic in children (laughs) and would kill you for fun (laughs) i'm not surprised if they have some lulls in their movies (laughs) for them oh this one's you know those jokes where like we were talking about david tell last week and he'll tell a bunch of jokes and they'll all hit and then the last one doesn't make like it doesn't hit for his crowd <laughs> and he goes, well that one was for me you know right 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 you're telling me that these sick fucks don't just have something in a the movie they're like they they hit they elbow their buddy this movie's shit but that's funny you know like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes total sense to me the... so anyway that's why we're here and we're taking piece by piece a little bit each day i guess you know they um I was trying to jot this down so I didn't forget because I, I have this tendency to forget, especially as I've been drinking. I have a hard yeah. time remembering certain things that I want to say. And then after the show, I'm like, damn, I really wish I would have said that. So I try to, like, every once in a while as something hits me, I try to leave a note. And then, like, later mm-hmm. I'll look at my notes and they look like, you know, they're all scribbles and shit. And I'll be yeah. like, what on earth was I talking about when I wrote that down? But no, the <laughs> when you wrote, there's this. And also, by the way, I want to address this in the chat. Mike in Manitoba uh-huh. said, my wife just asked me, what's their show about tonight? And I said, I have no clue. Uh, because we haven't even given you the topic yet. Specifically, we've given you... It's been how long? Or whatever. Um, we're almost at the hour mark. Almost but, at an also, hour, yeah. 
And, and, and Don Trout says, I'm a Bilderberger. Is that satanic too? I don't know enough about that um, to answer that question. So I think that's a reference to like the Illuminati and the Masonic or the Mason Lodge. And the, yeah. The, or the Mason and by the way, I will tell you just full disclosure, that is one of my people. He's come over from the FOJ live shows. Oh. That's yeah. Don, Don was famously at every show and basically like a third chair but from the chat very cool yeah we've got like all of our people who you see in the chat right now are basically the third chair they've been stuck with us since the beginning uh (laughs) so so to to refer to anyone as a third chair it would have to be all of them um right no what you said about you know there are you know they 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 there's a difference between not caring Mm -hmm. and wanting you dead Right. So like they can not care about you (laughs) or they can actively want you dead. And then there's Mm -hmm. also like they want what's best for you, which we have yet to see that. Like it would be amazing (laughs) if at some point there are just some people that fit that category. The government and the any kind of uh, political agency or any kind of um, anyone that is funded by taxpayer dollars does not (laughs) fall into that area. They are in the they don't care or they won't actively want you dead. So, yes. which is to me, I don't pay taxes. I have mm-hmm. made a very, like, I, I go out of my way to not pay <laughs> taxes. Okay. Um, <laughs> and even if it takes me more work than I find that I am valued at for the amount of time that it takes me to get out okay. of taxes, I still mm-hmm. do it. Because I fucking hate the government. And I will Mm -hmm. gladly do everything in my power. I will donate every last thing that I own to count as a deduction. And I will Mm -hmm. go line by line on a spreadsheet using the yellow paper that the Vietnam Veterans of America gives me. And I will take screenshots of eBay's valuation of items that I donate (laughs) by line before i will pay taxes okay oh and can I, speaking of that yeah 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 does that mean if if i win all these games you know and i give the winnings to my father a vietnam vet could your kangaroo jack vhs tape then be counted that 14 dollars and 79 cents be counted as a donation towards a, vet, a veteran in need. I would, I would ask that you not donate Kangaroo Jack to the Vietnam veterans. They've been through enough. Um, but, but I will say that um, I think Andy Dufresne made that point on Shawshank Redemption when he was explaining to the captain of the guards, Hadley, uh, how mm-hmm. he could give the inheritance to his wife. And then the government would not be able to tax it. I think if you receive that um, kangaroo jack of fourteen ninety five value, <laughs> you donated to your father who was a Vietnam veteran. I think that you, the government would not be able to touch that. I hope that answers your question. Nice. I'm not CPA certified. My undergraduate was in business administration. I have some some amount of understanding of the accounting process, but I am not a CPA. I, so, you know what? I got to tell you, I, <laughs> I honestly want to have – I never get my taxes done by other people. I did it one time, and I want to do it this year if only to include 
The kangaroo jack. The kangaroo, yeah. And <laughs> possibly the DMX CD. I'll the DMX CD is a bit more believable. I, you know, I don't know. It's a DMX icon CD. It was one that I got from <laughs> um, Best Buy, I think. <laughs> um, but that was my my youngest son. He loves DMX. He'll listen to DMX all day long. Um, but when he and I were running around before he started school, and the other two had started school, he and I would go mm-hmm. fishing all the time, and uh, so we would always, and we would just drive around and we'd whatever, hang out and shit. Because he was young, he was like four, three or four, and mm-hmm. we'd, so we'd go fishing, we'd go do shit, and he we would listen to DMX at wherever <laughs> we went in the minivan. We'd be driving around listening to DMX, and he'd be like, uh, "You know who's gonna find you? Some old man fishing." So he'd go, "You want to go fishing?" <laughs> Say <laughs> it like DMX does, um, but yeah. So today's episode <laughs> is about uh, let's let's narrow it down for Mrs. in Manitoba. Um, we're talking about musicians, modern musicians, because this this mini series is going to span multiple weeks, and I hope that you guys can are still like hanging around by the end of it because there's so much. As we started on this one topic. We've mm-hmm. we discover every time we start like today I found a new topic that we have to cover individually because it's so uh so, so expansive. I'll give you I'll give you a hint on some of the things that we're going to be talking about. Today it's music um modern music right now and musicians right now who are trying to indoctrinate your kids into satanism or worshipping the devil or some kind of occult uh type of magic shit. That's what Mm -hmm. we're doing today. But you have to understand, we also have to talk about this same topic 10 years ago, 20 years ago. The Satanic Panic, Mm -hmm. Aleister Crowley or Crowley. Uh, We have to talk about Satanic cults. We have to talk about actual or we have to talk about Jimmy Savile, right? I mean, that's another one if you really go back. Who's that? He was the he was the I I guess you could call. Oh, Jimmy Savile. Okay. He was uh, essentially the British version of, like, uh, Captain Kangaroo, but he was huge. Like, he was at Ed Sullivan level, but he was, like, a Captain Kangaroo type. Okay. And and he had access to the royal family. Mm. And I believe he was into the dark arts, and he had all these children hospitals with his name on them. And he visited them often. And once Kids would he died... Dude, once he died, there was so much of it. it's. It's a blemish. If you just look up Jimmy Savile, we might not be able to. We would probably not get through it with how we talk. <laughs> if if you if we didn't have an intro, just started the show, and talked for two straight hours, we probably couldn't really actually finish it because it's the connections to the royal family, the child murder trafficking, sex, all, like, dude. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's a lot going on. That kind of guy. Yeah. He's like, we make fun, we make Dan Snyder jokes. This guy, it's I mean, imagine having a children's hospital ward named after you and then also doing that. Mm. And so, having ties to Prince Char like the royal family. Well, we know that the royal family is like involved in all that sick fuckery. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, because, well, now we know. We've seen pictures of the Epstein and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell at the Queen's cabin. We've seen Prince, yes. uh, Philip. Was it Philip or Andrew? I was. Well, I, Andrew I never was in that. the. Andrew was the one who said. <laughs> he was, Is he, he an had American no sweat. Now? 
Well, well, no. Just remember, he had no sweat glands. Remember, he did that really uncomfortable interview re- uh, somewhat recently in the last like year and a half With or so. And, well, there was a picture. No, no. That's a it was guy. like British. It was like a British Oprah type. Uh, is a it was a white woman in Britain doing like it was probably well, supposed to be a puff white, piece. except for the refugees. Right. Well, it was supposed to be like a puff piece, but like he was so bad at answering, <laughs> even the. <laughs> <laughs> Even like the kind of question where it, to an idiot would sound like she's really grilling him, but it's like, all right, put it on a T, and then, you know, oh, I could, I could talk that one away, or I'm gonna go seven different ways after. That's absurd, you know, whatever. He was <laughs> so. There's a picture of him. It wasn't Virginia Dufresne, but it was a, another trafficked girl who said no, like, or maybe it was Virginia Dufresne. But anyway, there's a picture of him <laughs> at like some apartment with, with the girl and Ghislaine Maxwell oh, <laughs> right no. next to each other, like in a kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sh- and her story was that they went out dancing and that he tried to, you know, get with her and all this sort of stuff. And he said, and, and she had remarked that he was very sweaty at the club, like overly sweaty, <laughs> you know, like gross. And he said, well, that's impossible because after I served in the forces, I had a sweat gland problem where I couldn't sweat. <laughs> what a lousy, what a lazy excuse. And that's like, the have best a, he had. I have no prostate, so I can't jizz right. inside people. You know, like, that. that's like along mm-hmm. the same lines. Like, who's going to, ch- could they check it? Yeah. Could you also pay yeah. a doctor to be like, no, this dude doesn't have a prostate. You know, mm-hmm. dude, right whatever. Here, it, the man who did not sweat. This is the title of an Atlantic article. In an effort to prove well, he did Atlantic, not sexually assault. So we know it's not real. Yeah, but in an effort to prove that he did not sexually assault a 17-year-old in the 90s, Prince Andrew offered a bizarre <laughs> medical. <laughs> so this woman says, she was very specific about that night. She described dancing with you. No. And you were profusely sweating. And she went on to have a bath, possibly. There's a slight problem with the sweating. Wait, hold on. <clears throat> Oh, there's a, I there's can't a slight get problem with the sweating, isn't it? <laughs> there's a, <laughs> all right, it. Go, okay, get that. Let me hear you out. Okay. That's better. All right, get that. <laughs> I can't sweat. The, there's a slight problem with the sweating, okay, Gov? Because I have a peculiar medical condition. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Which is that I don't sweat, or I didn't sweat at the time. That was, was it? Yes, I didn't sweat at the time. That was. <laughs> Terrible, and I bet he's got <laughs> fucked up teeth too. Oh, all right, sure. all right. Let me let me let me let me get this thing kicked off because <laughs> we've ripped on the royal family now. I think I think we've hit right. the hat trick. Um, I think so. So I found some really interesting as we were as I was getting into because you know you've got I don't know how much of our audience is aware of the modern music scene. Like I know mm-hmm. a little bit, and one of the characters that i think we're going to talk about i was able to find some that i think we can all appreciate that will all at least recognize the band if not the actual musician but i Mm -hmm. also want to talk about some very like some deep dive ones right so like ones that not necessarily are surface level billboard top 40 or whatever um Mm -hmm. i found some but then like i looked at their music and i actually listened to some of it because I was, you know, I'm, you know, I try to be like, actually, like I try to know what I'm talking about sometimes, and yeah, sure. 
I started listening, and as soon as I I, I found these, uh, there's like seven or eight bands here that I have listed. I didn't want to go like forever and pull them all up, but <laughs> some of them I started listening to them because I'm like, let me see what the interest. Let me see how these people are roping. Are these people catchy? Like I've heard musicians yeah. who are like. You know, you listen to some heavy metal, you're like, this is just not for me because I don't, first of all, I don't know what they're saying. Second of all, the music is not particularly appealing to me. But then, Mm -hmm. like, these bands, I pulled up some of their songs and they're catchy. I would listen to them just because Mm -hmm. of the way that they sound. And even the, you know, I I don't necessarily listen to the lyrics. We talked about this before the show. I'm not necessarily listening to the lyrics, but I'll listen and I'll hear the music in the background and be background noise or whatever. And that's kind of dangerous, I think. And so, <laughs> yeah. you know, you start you start putting this stuff on that's got a catchy beat or it's, you know, just some soft music to listen to. Um, really weird shit. Uh, some of these bands, like this one right here, for instance, Twin Temple. Their, band, their, their album was called... <laughs> Bring you their signature sound. So it's Twin Temple. Bring you their signature sound. Satanic doo-wop. You know, you mm-hmm. look at this album cover, and I mean, it's pretty obviously like supposed to send a certain message. I listened yeah. to some of the album, and I got to tell you, it was I, I enjoyed it. You know, like the music <laughs> was not bad. It was mm-hmm. catchy. It was something I would listen to. I think. Now, the lyrics, I think one of the song titles was like, Lucifer, I love thee, or something like that. Like, that's mm-hmm. the sort of tone that you'll get from this album. Uh, I don't know if you want to pull it up real quick, if you can pull up the Twin Temple as I speak about it in this album mm-hmm. and just read off some of the the names of the songs. But, like, they were very obviously designed to uh, kind of focus on pushing this agenda of satanic uh intro- dude they sell it at walmart oh okay well perfect yeah, well and, it's and, on walmart's website anyway i guess well, that's, and it I wasn't even that profane like i didn't hear any profanity uh mm-hmm. in it i don't know if that's how they were able to skirt the parental guidance warning or okay. whatever, and the inability to sell it be. at walmart uh but yeah like i mean even if you look at this cover the boob the nipples are covered and that's kind of the requirement and right. I think they and, and you can't see the vagina or whatever. This is like the perfect storm of what's just barely allowable, right? Right. And even the music itself, if somebody picked it up, if some kid maybe even mm-hmm. downloaded a song, it mm-hmm. might compel them to be like, oh, is this what Satanism is all about? Or is this what <laughs> devil worship is all about? Uh, well, Do you want the songs, by the way? Right I found yeah, them. if you could, that'd be great. Yeah, so here we go. So side A, I'm looking at the vinyl. So maybe on a CD there could be more songs. The Devil, parentheses, didn't make me do it. That was actually a pretty good song, yeah. Lucifer, My Love. Sex Magic with a K. I Know How to Hex You. And then I'm Wicked. Side B, in LVX. I don't know if you know what that might mean. Santa Muerte. Let's Hang Together, Femme Fatale, and In Nox, N-O-X. So there there it is. There's your... And I wouldn't... I mean, the first side, it's a bit more edgy, right? Yeah, oh, but, for sure. But I wouldn't... Like, if you just, you know... If the music is as you say or as they purport it to be, and I'm not listening, 
And then I look at, like, say, the B-side first or something. I'd be like, oh, in LVX, Santa Muerte, let's hang together. Oh, yeah, it's cultural. I don't know what any of this is. You know what I mean? I just, yeah, fine, whatever. (laughs) But that first side, it's like, oh, it's a bunch of tryhards? Is that what this is? (laughs) Well, you know, and if you listen, if you actually listen to the lyrics, which I did, some of them. Like, as I was was listening the first, because I listened to a few of those, uh, the the you know the ones that were very obviously like designed to satanism and shit um or devil mm-hmm. worship or whatever or being edgy as you called it and, and which i would agree it, it perhaps was i pulled this from a website or like a blog or something about bands that were actively like seeking that agenda and oh, yeah. or involved heavily in <laughs> the power of the devil and shit <laughs> and mm-hmm. so so that was um you know some of the lyrics were very like it was almost like gospel music for the devil, right? Like what you would hear, like, God, I love you. God, you know, uh, you are so great. You are amazing. You know, like that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was about the devil is kind of like what mm. I would equate it to. Like doo-wop gospel music for the devil is is how well, I would describe that album. Yeah. Do you find that these are, okay, as far as, I don't know if we want to say offensive or if we want to say almost um how do i put this like with this it's very obvious right you know uh they got the satanic stuff on the cover it's all in the names of the titles of the songs and stuff like do you find that this is somewhat i don't want to say appealing but at least they do the work for you like you could just go oh no but look at this right as opposed to let's say i've been watching um like a three-part series on leonard cohen and if you look at the lyric like the blasphemous fuck you Jesus fuck you God I'm going dark and I'm willing to kill if you just tell me that's the one thing I'll do for you I'll kill people like if you look at that in his lyrics and you're just like wait that old that old crotchety Jew poet guy like what (laughs) like you don't what the guy who was on TV the other night singing hallelujah that guy right like I guess I'm just saying, which is worse to you, the more subversive where you like you're sold the bill of goods, and you don't necessarily recognize it in the Leonard Cohen type situation? Or is it like, oh, here are these kind of tryhards and they're like very outwardly, say, satanic or whatever. But I guess which is if they're if they're both serious, which one is worse to you then? You so know what you, I'm saying? You bring up a really good point And. I'm inter- I'm interested in having this discussion as a theologian um, mm-hmm. from a theologian perspective, because this was one of the topics that I did want to cover at some point in here, um, but I didn't know how to go about it. Uh, so you have somebody who outright says, I love you, Satan, worship right. Satan, worship the devil, do this. And that mm-hmm. and the other. It's hard to tell if they're being genuine. Or mm-hmm. if they're just doing it for this to sell albums, right? You know, you've got <laughs> right. like, and we're going to talk about that. I think in future episodes with the Satanic Panic, is a lot of those guys did it because, oh wow, this is generating a lot of interest. This is generating a lot of people are talking about it. We've got mm-hmm. people who are actively <clears throat> protesting against us, so let's keep doing this. And then come to find out, and I think I even have a few names here of people who are like, well. You know, hold on. Marilyn Manson, for instance, he was named mm-hmm. um, a, a, a priest in the Satanic Temple 
And in an interview, he was like, no, 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 no. He's like, I, I was just goofing off or whatever. You know, it was a friend of mine who put my name down and I just wrote oh. it or whatever. You know, like, and, and that was, and I get it. Um, but also I think that there are Christians, now it can go either way. I think there are Christians mm-hmm. who are very like, oh, I love you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. This, <laughs> you know, and they do the whole thing. And then they go mm-hmm. home and they beat their wife and they cheat on their wife or they right. know, sexually assault their kids. God forbid. Uh, but right. they do these things. But then outwardly, they're like, oh, God, praise Jesus. You know, and then people will think, oh, this Billy Graham guy. Right. Or this guy. Or for right. instance, there's like that. Dude, one guy Ted Haggard. Yeah, and there's like that guy. Who's that guy that had the jet? Uh, Joel Osteen, and then the guy who had the jet. Oh yeah. Who was like mm-hmm. um, flying around all over the place? And meanwhile, yeah, it was like him and Tammy people, Faye Baker, right? Was that I him? Don't remember, I don't remember. The I mean, names, they had it too. I refuse you know? to commit like a lot of their names to memory. Um, right. But they, you know, those are the people who are like very vocal about it, and then mm-hmm. inwardly, like when you look at their lives and who they actually are you know that one day they're going to have to answer for the way that they presented themselves versus the way they were. Now, right. likewise, you have these guys who are out here talking about, oh, well, you know, <laughs> worship the devil, Lucifer, ah, praise Lucifer, hail Satan. You know, and that's another thing that we have to get into later on is the whole hail Satan, hell yourself, the church of Satan and the difference and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you've got these people who are pushing this agenda of like, you should worship the devil but then in reality, they're like, well, we don't really even believe theistically that there is a devil, you know, right. and then you've got the people who uh, it's more of a cultural thing, right? Like it's almost, yeah, it's like oh, yeah. It's paint your face and shit and, you know, draw they might as well be talking about Motley Crue, shout at the devil. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, you know, none of it's real to them. Oh, and, you rapscallions. Yeah. Tr- <laughs> it's, it's a rebellion thing. It's a trouble thing. Right. You know, you just, you, you want to that's like the scary and dave outlandish i love dave outlandish he's he's my like alter ego right he's my alt he's like my uh my devil worshiping demon summoning uh total anti-theistic <laughs> uh counterpart whom i love i think dave outlandish is the funniest guy i've been talking to him a lot lately and he's been sharing with me some very interesting news and i i wish i i hope i can share it with you guys this is not like a tom DeLong thing where i'm like you know i wish i could share this <laughs> shit with you but i can't this is something that he has agreed that he will share but it's just there's some time that has to go before he can share it with he did say that an interesting thing happened when he did try to uh, approach the god yahweh the god of abraham and isaac and and jacob and he tried to throw a rock at god and he met an interesting fate that lasted about a year of him struggling mentally because he tried to fight God. Remember we talked about this? Uh, he, he, his intention was to go and to fight God. Um, he tried, and it did not go well. And this is in his own admission. This is my friend, the demon-summoning, devil-worshipping uh, Satanist church uh, anarchist who... Uh, he he shared this information with me. He said that I could share that much. He said I couldn't share any more. But he has been going through some very interesting shit, too, beyond that. And I've been really pushing for him to come back on the show and talk about it, but he's waiting an appropriate amount of time. Very fascinating conversations I've been having with him. Uh, But like he said, the sort of people who, when you say anything Satan-related... 
the people who will respond negatively are the kind of people who were designed to respond negatively. Right? Hmm. So, like, when you say the Church of Satan, or I'm sorry, the, the Satanic Temple is the one um, that was fighting to put Baphomet, the statue of Baphomet, next to... Um, they had the, that documentary the, about them, right? They yeah, were the ones... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fascinating yeah. group of people. I don't really have an issue with the Satanic Temple um, beyond the the name. And this is what Dave was saying, was, like, the people hmm. who are offended by the, the Satanic Temple are the kind of people who you'd expect to be. Like, they're, they're just going to be offended by it because the name Satan in the title. And hmm. so... When you when you have people who are outwardly saying that sort of stuff and pushing the satanic agenda that's very obvious, like it's typically I think it has a lot to do with the shock value. And mm -hmm. I'm, let me let me burn through a couple of these pictures before I get to my next point here. Um, mm -hmm. Here's here's uh, those poor bastards is a band. <laughs> the the Budos band. Mm -hmm. uh, it, let me know if you've heard of any of these. <laughs> Um, yeah, not yet. The legendary Shack Shakers, uh, yeah. but uh, very obviously some occult symbology or symbolism. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Amigo the Devil, Born Against. Now this the, this album cover, like when I look at it, it makes me uncomfortable, and I think that's probably by design, just the way it's that the eyes staring. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and then we've got Marcus and the Rhythm Howlers. This guy, he's got all of his albums here. I looked at mm -hmm. a few of them. They all have this like um, candy skull type uh, motif that goes on. So, and that's that's part of their whole thing. Like, sort of like Kiss has the painted faces and shit. Um, oh right. Dorothy Cottrell. Here's another one with some uh, you know Wiccan type of imagery. Now this guy here, Henry Derrick Ellis, the devil is my friend. I hmm. went looking, like, I went looking for a good image to, to kind of, like, <laughs> explain what he was all about. And there were some weird ones of him in in the flesh, like, in, in him in the flesh, where he had, like, his face was all kind of, like, dirty, and he had his hand out, and he was doing some kind of, like, occulty type of, sim you know, whatever, you know, mm, some mm -hmm. edgy shit, like, like you would put it. Um, but then I look at the album cover here of The Devil Is My Friend, and I couldn't find a better image right you know yeah, you've got the good. church in the background the dog you know the labrador right with the severed mm -hmm. hand you know, and, and yeah the dark sky the graveyard <laughs> i'm like he's saying all that he needed to say here uh just with his album cover yeah, uh, it's relatively well understood what he's trying to convey <laughs> yeah there's no doubt in my mind that this dude is he, now whether or not he's legitimately interested because I'm not saying that every single person who's like, praise Jesus, holy God, oh, thank you. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not saying that every single one of those people is not genuine. I'm just saying mm -hmm. that there are some who are and some who are not. Likewise, I think mm -hmm. the same people who are like, hail Satan, and oh, you know, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, praise the devil, and uh, thank, thank you, 666, uh, Lord, Lord of Darkness. Like that sort of stuff. I think that some of them are genuine, and some of them are not. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know what these bands legitimately think, but I think the fact that they're pushing it is well protected constitutionally. <laughs> and I will yeah, right. I will come right out and say that <laughs> what they say is protected constitutionally. I don't think that there's necessarily a problem from my position as a patriot saying, mm -hmm. "Okay, well, I don't really care if um 
Henry Derek Ellis releases an album called The Devil Is My Friend. <laughs> I don't care if Twin Temple releases one with upside down crosses and, you know, a Baphomet uh, mask on a naked woman or whatever with blood dripping down her tits. I, I don't necessarily think that there's a problem with that from a patriot mm-hmm. standpoint. I think that they sure. are absolutely free to do that sort of thing. Like, we are free to come on here and I can say that Twin Temple, <laughs> uh, in in the creation of that album, molested a bunch of children. I can say you that. You can say that, yeah. Because I'm not inciting a riot. I'm not inciting, you know, I'm not causing an emergency. I'm not, whatever. I, there might be slander, but yeah. they would have to, the, the burden of proof falls on me to prove that they did that. But at that point, I'm just going to say, you know what? I don't have any proof, so I'm sorry. You know what, and that's it. You know, and I'll walk away from it, fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the worst thing that they can do is take my video down off of YouTube, take us off of YouTube again for a business week. Um, and you know, by the way, go ahead. Oh no, I was just um, curious. I I'm looking at Don's comment, and he said, "Compare believe." I, hold on, compare believing in Satan. I'd imagine with wearing face masks. Are we gonna say? It's kind of an occult belief, probably. <laughs> I will say that the whole mask thing, of course, we know that it doesn't work, and it, there must be some other kind of ritualistic uh, problem to what's really, go- you know, there's a background, there's something else going on, and people are ignoring that in doing so, and they're believing in some, in in fantasy, in awful shit, because it, like, I wish that I could walk around because I'm in a state where people wear them all the time and there's still mandates yeah. and things. Like, <laughs> I wish Remind- I could walk around, you know, playing that Fauci clip from when he was on 60 Minutes going, yeah, they don't work. They might right. drop a little, you know, they might a little spittle, this, that, and the other. So eventually, and here's the other thing too, and I've seen this, this is not my comparison, but the same ancestrally, the same controller type people were into the slave trade and used to put muzzles and shame masks on people then. Yeah, was it like the horse masks and shit they would put on the slaves? Exactly. Oh, they put horse masks, they'd put like almost like um, what Tom Hardy had in Mad Max Oh yeah, yeah. on their faces and uh, things like that. And so essentially, this that's like almost the mark of the beast in a sense right now, because if we can, if we're assuming that there's a lot of uh, evil shenanigans going on here, <laughs> and that they are. You know, I can a, I can legitimately. You can actually do, do it. I, I should have just cued to you. I have the evil villain mustache that I can you, twirl for you. You twist the mustache. I'll put the girl on the train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Together we can have our our uh, we can be foiled again. Dude, I when I first started doing stand up. By the way, short aside. I was asked to do a, a set, and the guy knew nothing about stand-up in a sense because he said, oh, you've been doing it for two months. Do 15 minutes. And I was like, that's not how this works. But so I had the amount of time, and I had a friend. Like, I had a big, bushy beard like you, and I, and my, I had a friend who had a twisty mustache. So we were at literally this place called Daniel Street, which was near the train station in that city. So I had him come up in a cape and a top hat 
attempting to take a girl that was behind me on stage and put her onto a train tracks in the middle of my set. <laughs> so anyway, that I've I've done Curses! that. Curses! Foiled again! Damn you! Yeah. Um, so my I guess my best bet would say that it's a mark of something. Um, and the people blindly following evil shit. <laughs> I guess that's the best I got. What do you think, Tom? I have um, I this whole thing. I think so. I'm an eschatologist, right? And and I think I've I've, I've discussed this you. with you off the side. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, um, the uh, I, I think we've discussed this a time or two, where like my specific study in the Bible is largely spent in what happens after we die, the end times, angels and demons, the spiritual warfare, that sort of stuff. And I am consulted. Believe it or not, I am. there are people who consult me. If you can believe this, <laughs> I never thought in 36 years I would have people who are far more intelligent, far more educated than I, come and consult me on things, uh, let mm -hmm. alone if you would have asked me five years ago that pe would people be consulting you in five years on eschatology i would have said first of all bless you and second of all <laughs> I, you know what is that you know but so like there are people who actually ask me these questions and i'm like well personally revelation is like where i spent the bulk of my biblical study um and when i think of the mark of the beast i think the mark of the beast is very like the thing about Revelation you have to understand is that it's written by John of Patmos, who we uh, you can argue whether or not that was John of John the Gospel uh, mm -hmm. or the Gospel of John, or if it was a different John because Johannes was a very popular name and at the time. And now was it a different guy? I don't know. But also, this guy, if it's the same John from the Gospel, this is a mm -hmm. knuckle dragging fisherman who didn't know probably his ass from a hole in the ground. Very <laughs> loving disciple, very sure. loving guy, great, you know, certainly a saint in the church, in the early church, um, a guy to admire. But as far as it goes with, like, modern, looking around the modern world, this is a guy who wouldn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. Rather now, simple. They call them simple. I wouldn't say that about him. <laughs> I would say that he's just not able to grasp the same things because i wouldn't <laughs> okay. necessarily call albert einstein simple but if you were to mm. introduce albert einstein to some of the stuff that we have today he'd be like what i don't even know how yeah, to he'd be looking at a cell stuff. phone and going right. i don't so yeah. john a knuckle-dragging fisherman being introduced <laughs> to like masks being introduced to this vaccine a chip in the hand uh you know, tattoos would have been foreign to him as well. You know, like mm -hmm. all this stuff, even glasses, you know, like all this stuff, just shit anywhere that like we have had since, I don't know, z zero 30 AD, right? You know, like <laughs> anything from that, or I'm sorry, let's say the 70, 70 AD, right? Um, mm -hmm. Anything from then on, would have been foreign to him. So, like, when we start talking about the Mark of the Beast, he has some particular things that he describes that you could apply to just about anything. And I think when we talk about uh, the Mark of the Beast, he talks about there was a mark on the forehead, there was a mark on the hand. Right. We were in the middle of a pandemic where people were wearing gloves and they were wearing masks. 
Now I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done enough of an exegesis on Revelation to really like appreciate his what he meant by the right hand and what he meant by the forehead. Maybe he meant the face because maybe the mm. Greek word for face and forehead are similar. And so we could argue. I could sit here and I could argue. Personally, I think that COVID in its entirety is the mark of the beast. Um, mm -hmm. I think that it has a lot. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The COVID is the beast and mm -hmm. the mark of the beast ends up becoming a part of that, which ends up being the vaccine. Uh, at first, okay. I thought it was the mask because I'm like, well, OK, the mask and, and the gloves and just the protective, just like the awareness of preventative being af so afraid. It's so prophetic mm -hmm. that like you could say that the fear of covid itself was the mark of the beast. Yeah, because that's one of the things Jesus said, right? Like the one thing is, well, it's not despair, although that's there as well. Like, you are you know, that's one of those kind of things you're not supposed to have is the despair, of course, because you're always supposed to carry the faith that the Lord will protect you or, or all that kind of thing. But wasn't it also that um, I, I'm tr I, I couldn't possibly quote it, but it was something like you, you, you shall not fear that of man whatever man can do to you because it's that, that's only here on earth and that's worse. not it's only a part it's only your initial physical death yeah well yeah but it's also like yeah 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 like like it's your soul that matters whatever they do to your body or you know whatever it's like don't fear that because as long as you're sort of true believer kind of thing it's not going to matter once you're done you're you're going to end up in the kingdom of heaven and all that kind of stuff right yeah so. don't even trip dog is i believe the exact uh terminology <laughs> that christ used when he was prophesying to when he was explaining to john what he said don't even trip dog uh mm -hmm. because whatever whatever they do to you physically it's not even as bad as like if you remain true i will give you a crown you know and so right. remain true to death um and i'll give you a crown but that's um but yeah, so all that, uh, let me, and I think um, Gemini, I do want to say bye, uh, Gemini was taken off or whatever. Oh, uh, Merry Christmas, Gemini, and uh, you know we'll see you next week. Um, yes, Merry Christmas. But yeah, the this whole idea of like just outright saying shit, I'm not, so you guys <laughs> all know this about me, like I have probably one of the worst mouths of like your friends. And but I'm also I consider myself to be a fairly devout Christian. I do believe that you can be both. And I think sometimes me having the mouth that I have, if that introduces me or that gives me the pedestal or that gives me the soapbox that I need to kind of give you guys these pieces of information. Super, uh, you, know, all the, you know, great. That's that's. I'm introducing kind of like when you go to a prison and you talk to prisoners as part of like mm -hmm. the chaplain ministry, you go to the VA as part of the hospital ministry, you go to some of these places and you deal with people who just have foul mouths, right? <laughs> like me, you know, you, you deal with some of these people and the only way you're going to get through to them is if you speak to them in a language that they can appreciate or that they know that, Hey, this guy is yes. not speaking to me from a position of, you know, looking down your nose, right? You know, like you have the priest in the Catholic Church, or you have a pastor in the in a Protestant church who's like speaking from a position of authority or whatever. You know, if you're speaking to people, you know, or whatever, carrying on. So, like, you guys know that, you know, I'm I consider myself a Christian, whether or not I meet the requirements, I don't know. Uh, but 
I will say that there are people who pretend to be who aren't. There are people who don't pretend to be or who don't exemplify what you would expect to be a Christian who are, who, who actually are uh, fantastic, wonderful Christians, meet every single requirement that is expected of them, whatever. I think the same is true of Satan or the people who legitimately worship a theistic Satan and want to push that uh, or push people away from... Um, you know, Christianity or any kind of like mm-hmm. theis- theism. Uh, for instance, and I, I do, I want to burn through these real quick. Um, no, you know what? I'll come back to that. I want to talk because you mentioned this briefly about how people kind of speak in a way that maybe <laughs> isn't as obvious as like the lyrics of or, or the the song titles of that band, uh, the Twin Tower, Twin Temple. Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the uh, there are some people who speak a little bit more. Um, they kind of hide the intent of their lyrics. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, what I have here is I have three songs that I just picked three modern songs that if you turn on the radio right now, you will hear on the radio. Three songs. And I just, I didn't even have to go digging. These are just songs that I knew existed because mm-hmm. I have heard them on the radio recently. Uh, Ty Verde's Let's Go to Hell, which when it came on the radio, <laughs> that's the name of the song. I'm not even kidding. I'm not being funny or anything. Let's Go to Hell is the name of the song. It came on the radio one day when uh, my youngest and I were driving around, and I thought it was going to be like a metaphor. You know, I thought it mm-hmm. was going to be something clever, like Let's Go to Hell. Maybe it's like painting a picture of something else. But no, let me read you some of the lyrics. Um, And this is where, after like the first verse, right, I turned it off. Or like the first four lines, I turned it off. Because I'm like, I I told my son, I was like, I thought it was going to be something else. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to leave it on for that long. Uh, I was giving Ty (laughs) Verde the benefit of the doubt. Um, And then (laughs) I came back later and I looked at the lyrics and I found out like I was right to turn it off when I did. Here are some of his lyrics. The opening lyrics, by the way, to Ty Verde's Let's Go to Hell. Let's go to hell together. We can burn forever. I got nothing better to do. You know that I'm not a rebel. I just know the devil. Took all the money out of my account. Oh, and this is where it kind of gets into like a, hey, this is what, like, just some bad behavior, right? Took all the money mm-hmm. out of my account. I bought an eighth and I bought a pound. Smoke it up till I can't hear a sound. Flip the earth and turn it upside down. Come on, baby, go southbound. Feel the flames, the heat burning your shoulder. You'll be fine when this thing is over. And it kind of like, to me, as I was reading the lyrics, I was like, this sounds an awful lot like he's encouraging them, like reckless behavior first and foremost. But then suicide, like it gets to a point where I'm like, is he like encouraging people to commit suicide? Uh, your mm-hmm. life is super confusing, baby. It's hard to be human. Yeah. Oh, running red. Like we ain't wrecking. No seatbelt. We ain't checking. Baby, you think this in, this is heaven. So... Like, to me, again, that sounds like a lot of um, suicide talk. Yes. Um, Tom, can I say, yeah, by the please, way, just please, please, real please. fast, and I, I promise it'll be quick. No, you're good. I have to admit, while these are very obvious and good to point out because they would be on the radio, on the other hand, I cannot really compliment this guy's craftsmanship. There is no, there is no flaca. There is no. Blocker. I didn't hear a single one. Yeah. There is no. 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 No shooter. <laughs> no no shada. shada. There's no shada. 
and uh, not you even know, the word proper, frankly. No, I didn't hear that one either. And as I, and I, to, I can tell you, I read through the whole lyric sheet. I didn't see a single I'm looking at it right now because I knew you were going to skip around. Yeah. And I, I heard what you were doing, and I said, come on, just give me one. Give me a flock. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, just in the, like, say, here, for example, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Which is a Bloodhound Gang song, yeah. Yes, it is. Let that motherfucker burn down. Now you, like, somewhere in there you could have said, now you and you, you could have said, you and my flocka, right? Yeah. You could have said, like, because then you're bringing a flock of people down to hell with, it makes total sense. Dude, yeah, um, meet me on the blocka. Add you to my flocka. We're going to hell. Proper. Prop. <laughs> Let's give it a shot. <laughs> Grab a shot. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So there was none of that, and I can't. No, so for that it's reason, very disappointing. I can't. I can't justify it. Another I find that album, to be more another, offensive. <laughs> yeah. There was, you know, there's. We look at this from a secular aspect. No flocka, blocka, snada, shada. <laughs> you know. From a secular aspect, I can't appreciate this album or this song at all. Another one mm-hmm. uh, that you will not find any blockers shot as blockers or frockas is Billie Eilish. All the good girls go to hell. I now, admittedly, I like Billie Eilish. I think that she's a talented musician. Okay, that's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. I, I think she has a way about her. I but I think she also probably sold her soul to the devil. And I've made this clear in. In, in, in past episodes where I've talked about how you see somebody who pops up, boom, out of nowhere, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they go down this path of, like, blatant disregard for, uh, you know, any kind of Christian beliefs, um, you can generally as- assume that they're... And I bet you, I'll put money down today, if anyone wants to take this bet, gentleman's bet, I'll put $10 on the table that Billie Eilish ends up dead in the next five years. Well, dude, don't forget. Have you seen overdose. her lately? She said that she admitted that she had gotten the coof and yeah, that were that. it not for being vaccinated, she'd be dead. She was near death. She'd rather do that again than or something. It's, and she's, I mean, look, let's be honest. I don't care what you think about her as an artist. She looks like The Walking Dead. Oh, she's awful. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's, I, before. Other than the messaging and you start to then kind of not care about what she's going through or whatever, that's the type of person I would look at and go, ah, oh, someone, someone did something to you, you know? You know, double or nothing. I know I bet you $10 that she was going to end up dead of a drug overdose in the next five years. Double or nothing, her brother fucked her. Oh, wow. Her brother yeah. writes music well, with her. and uh, Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, and, and you know what? Get this. If you look at her, look up Billie Eilish, and then mm-hmm. look up Billie Eilish's brother, and then look up Billie Eilish's brother's girlfriend. Brother, girl. Yeah, just while I'm doing this, while I'm doing this, I want you to yeah, look, yeah. look at that sort, okay. and, and tell me what I was driving at with that. So Billie Eilish's "All the Good Girls Go to Hell." Here are the lyrics, some of the lyrics. So I've, I've been, I cherry picked them. Mm-hmm. My Lucifer is lonely is a line that she repeats multiple times standing there killing time can't commit to anything but a crime peter's on vacation and open invitation animals evidence pearly gates look more like a picket fence once you get inside them got friends but can't invite them all the good girls go to hell because even god herself herself has enemies 
And once the mm. waters start to rise, the heavens out of sight, she'll want the devil on her team. My Lucifer is lonely. There's nothing left to save now. My God is going to owe me. There's nothing left to save now. That is um, Billie Eilish. Who, like I said, uh, I think she's a talented artist, but I think it's because I think I'm I'm one of the, you know, when you make a deal with the devil to to become famous or whatever, people just mm-hmm. think that you're cool. I accuse Dave Outlandish of making a deal with a demon that, uh, you know, he appear cooler to or cool to people, <laughs> and that's why I think he's so doggone cool. Um, mm-hmm. Did you did you happen to see a picture of Billie Eilish's brother's uh, girlfriend? Yes. Yeah, not only the brother. Uh, for those of you who are imagining this and don't want to look it up yourself, he looks like. For those uh, who are Star Wars fans, General Hux, if he has, if he's on heroin, <laughs> the ginger from the first, uh, the last three movies of Star Wars, on Most heroin. Of us didn't watch the, the the sequel trilogy. I'm just like if you. I mean, look, I can... Let's see, can I copy D- this? Does, now, let me just ask you this. Does Billie Eilish's brother's girlfriend look like anyone else? Like She looks like his sister, except, <laughs> like, with more effeminate... Like, she's more like of that... Like a more uh, feminine Billie Eilish? <laughs> yes, exactly. And by the way, the first thing I put in... I put in Billie Eilish brother girlfriend. The first picture I came to was on a MSN article, aggregate article, you know those. And it's a picture of Billie Eilish with the sisters, or the the brother's girlfriend bent over, kissing her, literally kissing her ass on Instagram. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, In in pleather pants and such. You know what's awful about all that? Everything. Everything. Everything is awful. <laughs> Everything. The, I yeah, I, you know, and I sent you a picture of Shirley Temple in blackface, and this one was, oh, okay. and that one was worse. You know, <laughs> I, but look, I guess thing. if you were going to share this with people, I don't know if you can or would. I don't know which image one is Billie Eilish. You. Now that I'm looking at it, <laughs> <laughs> it's the one on the left. The one in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and seriously, his name is Phineas for crying out loud. Oh my um, word! Yeah, that's a guy who's clearly uh, fucked his sister. Yeah, it really has. Um, but so yeah, that's that's what I found, and I said, okay, that's all I need to know. <laughs> the you, you can look at, and, and I'm telling you, like it there are some me, pictures. Do you remember the Angelina Jolie and his and his her yeah, brother? Well, thing, well no, they, like, I remember she out. made out with her dad. It was no, her dad. I thought it was her brother. She John Boyd said something about her being attractive, and and that she came out of his balls or something. No. He, he said something wildly inappropriate. He kissed her I remember on the that. lips in, the, in the tongue. Yeah, he tongue kissed her. That really? Who could blame him, though? <laughs> <laughs> that was uncalled for. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, let me talk about Lil Nas X real quick because I know yes, you're like I know you're like itching to talk about Lil Nas X. Also, we had <laughs> we had um we I, I can't repeat what Superfan said. Superfan texted me and said that he wasn't going to take my bet about um about uh but he said he he added something that i can't repeat but lil nas x montero call me by your name now this is the this is the song that drew all manner of like anger from moms and dads against and sisters and brothers and billy eilish's brothers girlfriends against (laughs) uh musicians 
for making like really satanic, inappropriate satanic. And this is like even the Satanists were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, yeah, because dude, calm down. Yeah. Lil Nas X, <laughs> if you're not aware, Lil Nas X did a music video where he like gave a lap dance to the devil. And, mm-hmm. um, but there was, and, and you know, and I had heard about it, okay. And I try to be the guy who's a little more open minded because, you know, I'm one of the guys on a show about <laughs> Bigfoot's penis, right? Like, I, I try to be a little bit more open minded, but there are certain things that I refuse, like, like we were talking about before the show. I don't mm-hmm. let my kids listen to Lil Nas X and I will change the station. And, um, the, it was around the time that this situation with Lil Nas X. Now, Lil Nas X, I got to give him credit. He When he goes for, like, uh, being, you know, attacked by the media and by the conservative, the moral majority, mobile... <laughs> Let me start over. <laughs> Let me restart from the beginning. When he's looking to really be chastised by the moral majority, by the media, by the conservative public, by Christians across the nation, by moms and dads against whatever, uh, he really knows how to do it. Because right around the same time, he released this video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name, uh, which, if I'm not mistaken, is kind (laughs) of like related to that movie about like the gay adult who has like the, the minor of the same sex who he tries to fuck and it's called uh call me by your name uh but anyway and it was very popular it was actually part of like it was on the oscars shortlist and shit um but he he released this music video with him giving a lap dance to the devil and like a bunch of shit where he was dressed in drag and then also at the same time he released this shoe which it was like a Nike. It had the Nike swoosh on it in reverse. Mm-hmm. It was. And by the way, you are absolutely correct. I just looked it up. In 1980s Italy, romance blossoms between a 17-year-old student and an older man hired as his father's research assistant. Oh, okay. Yep. So it was. I remember it being an issue because I'm like, isn't that a movie about pedophilia or whatever? And they're yeah. like trying to give it awards at the Oscars, and I'm like, as if I needed an excuse to judge the Hollywood or whatever. Um, but anyways, well, then you go down the list of excuses, right? It's like, well, no, that's Europe, and their age of consent is different. Oh, and then totally it's, different. you know, I mean, there's... We boy, you, you know, then you start going down the list. It's like, oh no, it's different because it's guys, and oh no, it's different because they're 17 is legal for them by two years. Like you start just, no, I'm just saying you hear that shit. And it's I, like, no, 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 that's I'm, still and really I'm agreeing up, with dude. you. I'm just, I'm, I'm shaking my head in frustration at the, at the general thing. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, even like Pop Squad or whatever, he has to have them be 14. In order yes. for them to like actually make the argument that the person is sick, because sixteen mm-hmm. is the age of consent in in, in many states, as it yes. were. Uh, yep. I, as much as I want to pick on Connecticut or whatever, I, you know, it's the, that's the state of, or the <laughs> age of consent can. in many states, um, yes. like half of them, and it's even lower in some states, as, as I recall. I think some some places in the South or whatever, it's disgusting. Um, even lower if you marry the woman or the child, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, right. I can't even use the word woman. Terrible. Um, <laughs> but he released this shoe that was designed to be like the satanic shoe of all things. You know, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. satanic music, satanic movies, satanic li- literature, satanic this and that and the other. Satanic shoe. It's a shoe designed <laughs> to push the satanic agenda. And it was like Luke 14, 18. Ah, 
forget the passage off the top of my head, but it's printed on the shoe. The shoe itself cost uh, that amount. It was like a thousand some odd dollars. Six dollars and sixty six cents. Am I yeah, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It was um, that was <laughs> you. That would be the one that makes sense. But I think he wanted to like go big or go home. He went off of the Luke oh, passage, yeah. which was like fourteen eighteen, I think. Um, so it ended up being like a, over a thousand dollars for this pair of shoes, almost fifteen hundred dollars for this pair of shoes. And you know, it's got the pentagram or the pentacle, whichever one. It's got like the the ten eighteen. Oh, 1018. Okay, so it is. It's just over $1,000. Um, and they, Nike put it out, by the way. It's not like... Let's also add that. Hold because, on. Hold on. No, please. Okay, I, okay, I will okay. defend Nike on this because Nike okay. did not put it out. Nike was very much against it. When they found out that he used the Nike swoosh backwards, they said that that's copyright oh, infringement. Really? Now, whether or not they would have done anything... Oh, yes, he did depending huh. on whether or not the backlash because i'm sure if it were like a positive reaction i'm sure nike oh, they would have yeah. sued mm-hmm. and taken the money but instead they did a <laughs> cease and desist and they said no 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 this is not our shoe we didn't do this um but yeah they're like and, excuse me we were off making other shoes but yeah, we with were using my... sweatshops to make yeah we were off having <laughs> excuse me we did not make a little Nas shoe. We were reconstructing our netting outside of the of factory the where people <laughs> jump onto the net thinking that they may die and not have to make your shoes anymore. But instead, we pick them up and tell them they can get a two-minute lunch and go back yeah. to making <laughs> your shoe. They throw a lasso and pull the guy in off the net and say, <laughs> get back to work. <laughs> you, you owe eat- us nine ninety-five for the lasso. <laughs> because they have to wash it uh naturally mm-hmm. um and then they have to construct a new lasso for the well, for use yeah, on the next cool, suicide you probably have to throw it out they have to burn yeah. it oh yeah you can't you can't use it or they and use the it net. as materials for the next shoe uh for the right. little nos x shoe that they just won <laughs> for the lebron james shoe when he's going to lecture everybody about all right i can't yeah, even we're gonna yeah. we, well, i mean we could go all day really um yep. lebron james poor guy he's in he's in bed with COVID after having been vaccinated and boosted <laughs> um poor poor devil <laughs> yeah but speak of the devil uh lil nas yeah. x in his shoe what they did was they used red ink and in the air bubble on the bottom in the heel they put red ink and then they also mixed in a little bit of human blood uh and in order to you know make it whatever they made 666 of these shoes limited run uh sold out in less than a minute like within a minute all these at a thousand dollars a piece at a thousand dollars a piece they sold out um yeah oh and then megabit mega (laughs) megapod uh a bunghole said use a trampoline instead of the suicide nets get them back to work sooner and then you've got like the real professional Chinamen who like scoop them as they bounce up, they snatch them with the lasso, pull them back in, say, Get back to work. Uh, wasn't that a Simpsons thing, too? By the way, I feel like that's something I saw was. in The Simpsons where it's someone to tried to jump jokes. out of a building and then it's hard to make jokes without, um, you know, it, like crossing streams with The Simpsons, dude. If South Park says literally a show called The Simpsons did it, that's yeah. all you need to know, right? I mean, South Park is, in my view, one of the most, if not the most prolific comedy writing show. Consi- with consistent levels of goodness, you know, uh, of being funny. I think and South Park even... delivers more often than Simpsons does. But I do think that the Simpsons is, yeah. I mean, they have their place, certainly, but they also, of like, course. they require 
more prep time. South Park can literally change their episode the day of its release. So uh, mm -hmm. that's a benefit that they have in remaining relevant in pop culture. And you can trust them to like be more honest because Trey and Matt Parker are, or Trey, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are, mm -hmm. as if they're a married couple, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are um, Republicans, actually. Uh, so Lil Nas yes. X Montero's uh, lyrics, I'd like to read some to you because if you thought <laughs> yes, if you thought a music video where Lil Nas X uh, gave a lap dance to the devil wasn't bad enough, believe it or not, the lyrics are worse. Uh, I caught it bad yesterday. You hit me with the call to your place. Ain't been out in a while anyways. Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles at my face. There's one lyric in here I'm already thinking of, and it's <laughs> disgusting. It's so terrible. Um, rom romantic talking. You don't even have to try. You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight. He's talking about a guy, by the way. Cocaine yes. and drinking with your friends. You live in, a, in the dark, boy. I cannot pretend. I'm not phased, only here to sin. If Eve ain't in your garden, you know that you can. Call me when you want, call me when you need, call me in the morning, I'll be on my way. Call me when you want, call me when you need, call me by your name, I'll be on the way. Like, I want to sell what you're buying, I want to feel on your ass in Hawaii. I want that jet lag from fucking and flying. Shoot a child in your... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah you already knew where i was going with that shoot a child in your mouth while i'm riding i want to fuck the ones i envy well and then here's where it gets really deep and if you guys ever thought like uh lil nas x was like a lyricist a poet a modern poet well i'm just feeling mm, uh i want to get mm, uh i'm into my into my uh i'm mm, mm, i'm still a a those are the end lyrics of <laughs> montero call me by your name and that leads us into our game for this week i'm very excited <laughs> Uh, Loving this it. game is Loving called it. at the recommendation of Jerry who uh, created I, I will take credit for the content but Jerry did come up with the idea because I was really struggling this week I was having a hard time coming up with something that we could do for a game and Jerry just I, I, I ended up texting him just like in a panic because uh, here's the funny thing and, and I'm going to do this because V used to do his intermittent fasting thing and you know like if you don't talk about your time at the gym it didn't happen so like <laughs> I didn't used to wake up early to go to the gym but now because I'm unemployed right I'm a student and I'm, I'm, I'm retired I didn't used to wake up early to go to the gym but now I do and Jerry he finds like that it's appropriate to text me early in the morning now that he knows that I'm awake and I'm at the gym so he can text me and ask me shit so I text him this morning and I say hey man I need help I said I can't think of a game because he had said earlier in the week he said listen he's like that game show shit is so funny we need to keep doing it people love it which I, I knew that people were getting a kick out of it or whatever so I'm like alright you're right you're right you're right I, I said we, we, I'll do what I can I'll come up with what I can this morning I messaged him and I said, "Hey man, I have nothing for the show, for the cart or for the for the for the game show." I was like, "I need your help. 
What do you got? And he threw this idea at me, and I loved it, and I rolled with it. I said, just give me something rough, whatever, and he threw it, and it was great. Uh, it's, it's called Heaven's No, or I'm sorry, Heaven's Yes or Hell No, or All Hell No, the <laughs> the world's most Excuse offensive. Me. Excuse me. Wait yeah, a minute. Please do it. Please do it. <clears throat> all Heaven's Yes or All Hell No. <laughs> the world's most offensive, <laughs> true or false game on pop culture comedy. Uh, this mm-hmm. week, with your host, hosts and contestants, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Uh, since whatever we're both whatever roles it doesn't matter none of this matters it's like Drew Carey on whose line is it anyways not where the points don't matter and none of this matters and who cares uh, <laughs> this week we're going to be playing a game of true or false uh, in the form of and that's and that's kind of what this game is going to be for the rest of this series I guess uh, this all hell all hell no series uh, heavens a, yes Oh, oh hell, hell no. no! Is it's true or false in that format? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a name for this week, at least. I'm going to give you a name, and you have to tell me: Did so and so make an appearance in the music video for Montero or Call Me by Your Name? Um, now you have to tell me if that person or that character, or whatever. Now, that, it may not be that exact person. It may be Lil Nas X portraying that person, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but did that person make an appearance in the music video Montero by Lil Nas X, okay? Uh, so your first question, and here's what I'll do. I'll show you, if, if, if it's no, then obviously there's not going to be any picture. If the answer is or, I'm sorry, if the answer is, oh, hell no, then the then there's not going to be a picture. If the answer okay. is, heavens yes, then mm-hmm. I'll show you the picture. I'll okay? just do this. Oh, heavens yes. Oh, heavens yes. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. the first question is, and I'll repeat it each time, okay? Did, this is an easy one, just so you can kind of get a feel for it, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I have to hide the pictures. Did Lil Nas X make an appearance in the music video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name? Heavens, yes. <laughs> hey, oh, heavens, yes. Like I said, this, oh, this, was, the, this was the easy one. Yes. Yeah. Here is. It if took me a second, literally, because it was that easy. I was like, wait, what? You mean, well, yeah, did he clearly. appear in his own video? Yeah. Yeah, clearly he would have to. But sometimes you never know. You, you never know if he was. Here he is under the the tree. I assume this is the, supposed the, the to be a recreation. Yeah, the tree of butt sex or nut sex or whatever it is. Um, either one is fine. Here he is playing a guitar uh, under the tree. In the video, if you have not ever watched it, which I encourage you to never watch it, uh, he a snake curls up, and the snake ends up being like temptation, and it's a very like allegorical recreation of uh, Genesis. So very good, you got the first one correct, mm-hmm. Jerry. Um, so the next one, this is where you know it's going to start to get a little tougher. Maybe you'll have to, you know, you might have to go with your gut. Sometimes I think sometimes you'll be able to realize based off of the absurdity of whether or not it's a real thing. Um, so did 
Oh, I guess I should tell you what you're playing for, right? There is a prize this week. I There's thought this was playing for, 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 for my soul a little bit. No, no, heaven, no, heavens, no! I would never. Oh hell no! I would never make you compete. Dude, for your I feel soul. like eventually there's going to be a show where we have a third option answer. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I want it. I will see. I think we could talk about that for a later show. But as soon answer, as you told me where you were going with this show, I said, "How is there not a Lord have mercy?" You know, and I think that answer might apply to most of these questions, but it might also apply to this uh, this prize that you're competing for this week. Oh, awesome! You've competed for a film. You've mm-hmm. competed for a, an album. Yep. What do you think would be next on the list of things that you can compete for as far as media goes? So, so movies, music. I, you know, I don't know. What would what do we got? A book. Now here's oh, the, people yeah, read. It's a book. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we take it to literature. Now this to uh, me is probably the most classic form of entertainment. I mean, it dates back millennia, right? Besides stories at the fire, this is the yeah. first one, right? This I mean, this it. is what we're talking about. Once mm-hmm. we're talking Gutenberg, right? The press, yeah. Steve, Steve. <laughs> I don't think that's the guy. Uh, but anyways, this is a very rare, one of a kind copy. Bernie Sanders and the Communist <laughs> Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> a one of a kind book, and can I tell you, workers the, the of quality. <laughs> it looks like a hot dog above his head from here to me. Well, let me zoom in a little bit. Bernie oh, Sanders that's... and the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> you know, we saw the popularity that came with um, uh, J.K.K. Rowling, right? Is that her right. name? I assume. Yeah. With uh, Harry J-K-K-K Potter, Rowling. J.K.K.K. Rowling. Uh, turf extraordinaire. We saw the popularity of her Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Harry Potter yes. and the Prisoner of Alchemy Man. We saw those. And mm-hmm. what, you know, Karl Marx created, Bernie Sanders perfected. And <laughs> he capitalized, no pun intended, on <gasps> those promises uh, that, you know, the, the, the promising. Um, the, the money that came from the Harry Potter franchise, uh, mm-hmm. he saw that, and he decided that he was going to jump <laughs> on that bandwagon. So, workers of the world unite. See, here we've got the actual uh, one wow, of a kind. pictures. Yeah, this is, um, let me see if I can find a good picture for you here. Yeah, workers of to... the world unite here. You can see. Can I say, I somewhere. actually assumed there would be no pictures to save ink. For the people? No, this you got to understand. <laughs> the workers they seized the means of production and they were able oh, to include pictures. Okay, mm-hmm. so for mm-hmm. instance, let me just read an excerpt for you from Bernie Sanders <laughs> okay, and the Communist please, yeah. Manifesto. <laughs> In the conditions of the proletariat, those of old society at large are already virtually swamped. I mean, this is legitimately wow. what you might have read under Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, uh, yeah. but. It's got Bernie Sanders' picture on it. <laughs> this is a legitimate copy of the Communist Manifesto. But it is with, um, oh, in so classic funny. Bernie Sanders fashion, he's just mm-hmm. put his name on it. And he's just going to borrow it, it for a minute. You yeah. know? And he's going to make all. a quick buck. 
off of I'm it. excited. And this is fantastic. Get, that's what you're competing for today. Bernie Sanders and the Congress. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Washington, D.C. on the Washington, D.C. Express. Get yourself a, a magic wand because guess what? You're getting, if you answer these questions correctly, you're getting yourself mm-hmm. a copy of Bernie Sanders and the Communist Manifest. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, this... Next question. First okay. one we know was Lil Nas X. That was a gimme. That's okay. right. That was very easy. Yes. Um, Okay, the next one. A little bit more difficult, okay? You should be prepared for this. Uh, Did Marge Simpson make an appearance in the music video for Montero or Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X? Mm. I'm going to say no. Oh, excuse me. Oh, hell no! (laughs) Well... Jerry, uh, are you sure? Are well, you sure you want to go with that answer? Uh, you got to remember. Let me right. just ask you this: mm-hmm. Are you willing to? We're going to do something like on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I want right. you to seize the means. I want you to think for a minute about seizing the means. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, you said, "Oh hell no!" Oh hell no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is well, that your hell. final answer for the Bernie Sanders and the Communist Manifesto? Hmm. Is that the answer that you're going with? Or would you like to reconsider? I think, you know what? I think, honestly, now that we've thought about it, he's taking things that are sacred, culturally at least, and doing the devil's do with them. So I'm going to change my mind and go with... <laughs> Heavens, yes. Heavens, yes. Is that your final answer for Bernie final. Sanders and the Communist Manifesto? That's what I'm doing. That's it. Final. Okay. You are correct. Marge Boom. Simpson wow. did make an appearance in the music video Montero, or call me. By I have your to name. admit, Tom, this is yet one more character that they just recast as black. It's lazy as anything. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that they would like. They could have introduced. Surely they could have introduced another character. Isn't Carl from The Simpsons black? Uh, yeah, like, just make give Carl a wife. Make, you know, yeah, black black. Uh, That's black, all. Yeah, bring a black Carl onto the show. That's too easy. That's it. Um, so lazy. But then again, I don't know. What if like, you know, time will tell. I guess if whether or not we're going to get a black woman, um, a black Marge on The Simpsons, because oh yeah, you know, remember ten years ago. You would have thought that Berenstein was spelled E-I-N, not A-I-N, right? Right. And here mm-hmm. we are today realizing, oh, it's A-I-N, not E-I-N, right? So, and so, so in 10 weird. years, we may be having this discussion on You Had Me at Bigfoot episode, what, like 350? <laughs> 3,000. Yeah, something. Uh, we may be having discussion about how we remember Marge being yellow, I don't know. I don't want to like, yeah. you know, I don't want to go too far. But very good. Yeah, you got that one right. Let me go ahead and mark Thanks. that down. Uh, the All next right. one, this is... Uh... See, I don't even know the answers to these questions, truth be told. Uh, <laughs> did... Um... Let me see here. Did Mustafa of Lion King... Mm. Did Mustafa 
make an appearance in the music video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name, Mustafa. Uh, do, you, are you, do you recall the movie The Lion King? Of course. Are you serious? Of course. It's the, it's the second or third most famous James Earl Jones role. <laughs> the first what would be like... Possi- okay. <laughs> the first... Okay. Possibly the crotchety neighbor in the sandlot who owned the beast. And second, you of put course... That first. And second, of course, of course, the professor in um, that movie where the kid, the white dude, played was in blackface to get into college. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I have to. I not have Darth to Vader. The... <laughs> not his role in. Uh... I was waiting for Darth Vader, but we have yeah. to take a word from our sponsors for a moment so I can go take a whiz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Network Television's top number one uh, program, game show program, Heavens. Heavens, yes, or oh, hell no, the world's most offensive, <laughs> true or false game. Uh, we are we are back on mm-hmm. the question, and Jerry's been struggling with this question here. Uh, did Mustafa, <laughs> I, you know, and, <laughs> and I, was, I was corrected in the chat. <laughs> you know, you might think it's because I'm drunk that I called it Mustafa. 
But in my notes, I wrote Mustafa. Mustafa. And I was sober as a judge when I wrote these notes, I swear to you. Uh, Wasn't that also a Disney character anyway? So you're, Mustafa? you know, potentially forgiven. I don't know. Mustafa? Um, well, he's a waiter in Ratatouille. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. So, technically, so I was go. right. But no, I'm thinking of Mufasa. <laughs> Your face is correct. Your face in the mm -hmm. chat, he, he's corrected me. It is Mufasa. Is Mufasa... Does Mufasa make an appearance in the music video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name, by Lil Nas X? Jerry, the floor yeah. is yours. Yeah, so I thought long and hard about this. <clears throat> and like I said, he's going to take yet another iconic thing hmm. and <laughs> just tear it right down. So I'm going to go, <laughs> yes, he's going to play an openly gay <laughs> you were correct Mustafa Lil Nas X uh, does recreate Mustafa in the clouds Mufasa Mufaster mm -hmm. in the clouds uh, as mm -hmm. he's speaking if you recall this is when um, uh, Simba is an adult at this point and yeah Lil and Nas his X, dead father comes back to lead yeah. him to be you know to guide him to be a a leader and and here it's just a, it's just a cum cloud uh <laughs> made of cotton candy and semen yeah uh, it's disgusting and i can only imagine it smells frankly like bleach and perhaps pennies <laughs> it's like you know when you smell yeah. like a storm coming in and you're like oh yes. it's gonna rain for sure yeah but like this time you probably smelled some bleach and pennies and he's like wait a minute that's right this is not did you know did you My know that's father. actually how there's a storm supposedly coming in Nebraska? That that's actually how they, that's actually how they tested it. They went, do you smell bleach? Like jizz. Do you smell bleach? We're about to get hit real hard. It's, it smells like jizz in here. What's going on? Oh, well, it's a storm. That's that's how it that's smells when funny. it's about to storm. We are like Just the nation. Just take the umbrella down. We're done. Come on. We're the gay capital of the of the um, the Midwest. Um, now, the next question, uh, I hope that you get it right. I, I don't know if okay. you'll be able to guess this. This is a bit of a, th a, bit of a curveball, um, okay. if I say so myself. Not that I wrote these questions or anything. Uh, <laughs> did, <clears throat> and now, have you ever watched the music video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name? No, I have not. Okay, no. okay, so this is, you're just using logic to figure this out. I'm winging it. Yeah, okay. that's it. Well, tell me this. Do you think, <laughs> did a white person make an appearance in the music video Montero Call Me By Your Name hmm just any old hmm that's a great question there are so many reasons for and against <laughs> <laughs> you know what oh hell no oh hell no oh hell no well, let me go ahead and show you. I found, let me see if I found a picture of a white person in the music video. Okay. Ah, nope. Oh, <gasps> hell no was correct. Oh, oh, hell no. Right. You were right, Jerry. Good for you. There were no white people in this music video. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you'd think there would have been at least one, right? 
You I, look you like think. I said. Just like there, there's a lot of pluses and minuses for why you would think like, okay, there's been no. You know what's funny, by the way, out of all of this that we are rightfully admonishing this person for, <laughs> there's none of the race baity shit. He's just like, look, I want to talk about Satan and homosexuality to your five-year-old and sell them shoes and sell (laughs) 600 and sell 666 (laughs) shoes with blood and Satan on them. But I don't care if you're white, black or Hispanic. It doesn't matter to me. Just buy my shit. (laughs) You know, um, you know, I'm taking your kids. Michael Jordan said this. He said uh, somebody, I I think, asked him. Yeah, mm-hmm. somebody asked him about uh, speaking out about his politics, and he said right. Republicans buy shoes too. You know, like that was mm-hmm. his answer. So I think, like, uh, yeah, little Nas X probably took a little page from Michael Jordan's book there and said, you know, uh, Christians buy shoes too. <laughs> like <laughs> he didn't like go as far as to making shoes that Christians might buy, but right. you know, he was like, no, uh, I think he said, look, all the children of Satan. <laughs> Need shoes. <laughs> they all need so, something to cover their feet. <laughs> so, yeah. What am I? Let what am I going to? What am I going to start segregating Satanists? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. What? <laughs> oh, I don't want to. I don't want to alienate the Satanists, right? <laughs> like I want to include them in footwear, right? Could you? I don't want to just meeting? make Jesus shoes. I want to make Satan shoes too, right? Dude, could you imagine that meeting? I'm already on a limited clientele. I cannot possibly. <laughs> How do I alienate these people more? I've already got the gays, and that's it. You know, like right. I, the gay that's cowboys. It. Like mm-hmm. that is like. How else can I? How can I alienate those guys? Let me go ahead and specifically speak to the gay, <laughs> the, the gay Satanist cowboys. Like, can you yes. imagine though the guy who's out on the ranch on his horse like with headphones on and a walkman and he's like good for him that's what i'm talking yeah. about <laughs> he's got it's, he's got like the pentacle it's... necklace <laughs> i want to let you know this is a this is a very it, this is not a well-known fact and i researched this <laughs> while you were speaking that is actually what jake gyllenhaal has been doing since brokeback mountain <laughs> Did he? Uh, did he finally quit uh, Heath Ledger? Well, he had to. I guess he finally right? quit him. Yeah, he's been. <laughs> <laughs> After A, he nearly killed his sister in the Dark Knight, <laughs> and then B killed himself. Yes, he has finally quit oh, <laughs> Heath man. Ledger. Good for him. Good for Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Could you imagine? Able, by the way, finally quit a dead guy, a dead gay guy. Dude, could um, you imagine Jake Gyllenhaal just walking around the deserts of Wyoming with little Nas that. shoes on and just? <laughs> <laughs> I try not to imagine Jake Gyllenhaal in, in little Nas X shoes. He's just <laughs> he's just possible. he's just topless in booty shorts with little Nas <laughs> shoes on the on horseback, just going. I'm gonna ride to the old town road. We didn't even really get to talk about that, about how Lil Nas no, X was out no. there, uh, you know, purposely trying to indoctrinate your kids. Anybody who's got child age kids, I know there's a few of That's you true. out there. 
let it be known that I'm not, you know, you guys laugh at me about turning the station and, and forcing my kids to not listen to Lil Nas X when it comes on the radio. Uh, let it be known that he was actively trying to infiltrate the elementary schools and tried to uh, um, convince... He literally did. Yeah, he did. We have he video evidence. Did. And he was proud of it. He was proud of doing so. But look, with, with that... Here's your next question, okay. Jerry. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, now remember, the answers are heavens nah or, or, or heavens heavens yes or <laughs> oh hell no. Um, mm-hmm. And the level of however much you want to put into it is is up to you. I'm not going to judge. Even a simple heavens yes or hell no is acceptable. I hold me. back only out of respect for my wife and daughter sleeping above my head. Outside of that, if we do a special different night or if it was at closer to the nine o'clock hour, yeah, you'd sure. be getting you'd be getting an emphatic no, answer. Loudest, okay? yeah. Oh no, I appreciate whatever you you're willing to share with me. Uh now <laughs> did the Smurfs you you remember the Smurfs from the oh, yes. old cartoon, yeah. little blue guys? Mm-hmm. Uh did the Smurfs make an appearance in the music video for Montero Call Me By Your Name with Lil Nas X? Hmm. I'm gonna go with Heavens, yes. Oh, you threw me for a little loop. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> oh, hell no. Uh, the answer, no. of course, you are correct. It is, uh, mm-hmm. oh, heavens, yes. Heavens, yes. Dude. The Smurfs did make mm-hmm. an appearance in uh, this It makes total sense. Like I said, it's cultural iconography. It's for children also. And there is a suspicion that there's uh, religiosity to the Smurfs, in that uh, they are polygamist Church of Latter-day Saints characters who are then tortured by Gargamel. Uh, <laughs> who does Gargamel represent? <laughs> Gargamel represents uh, an amalgamation of all things evil and uh, the including the Catholic Church, which often had priests and nuns wearing all black. Oh, <laughs> you know I've read that. <laughs> it was. It's. Listen, I may or may not have already begun writing my own predictive programming <laughs> breakdown of the Smurfs and the. Church of Latter Day Saints <laughs> connection. <laughs> I may, I may. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I muted that just now. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> you know, and and it's so funny that you're doing this because <laughs> I um, this is before I wrote this up these questions and answers (laughs) i i listen to a lot of nonsense on youtube uh as part of of preparation for the show some of this stuff that i listen to is so stupid and like some one of them um especially with the satanic panic stuff uh somebody was excuse me they were making the argument that the smurfs 
<laughs> was part of the satanic panic. <laughs> I've heard that also. Was mm-hmm. because it was like there's one guy, right? Papa Smurf. Just Papa Smurf. And and like the rest of them, right? And it's like um, all of a sudden it, the Smurfs was meant to be encouraging you to get into this homosexual lifestyle, and <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to talking about this, and I know we're like way over on time. Like this went from a two-hour yeah. episode to or two-hour <laughs> show to a three-hour show, but um, it, 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 it's I look forward to talking about the Satanic Panic mm-hmm. and how absurd it was. <laughs> because as much as 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 much as I'm the guy who's like, you guys need to be careful. Like I'm also like the guy who's like, well, the Satanic Panic. A lot of it was nonsense or whatever and and it was right. a cia operation a psyop to try to convince you that there's no such thing as this other, other shit. ironically satanic cia that has openly admitted that they uh have multi a multitude of uh child sex crimes and other sex crimes that are well known and have literally gotten in the way of them conducting business and not a single person is going to jail <laughs> not a one well you know i'm holding out hope that this uh just laid my hey look thing. no all there, the, are, I, other, no, no, there no, are other no, no, jails no, no, no. they could go to you know so. <laughs> the smurfs are never going to pay for their in, 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 <laughs> innumerable crimes uh the, <laughs> the crimes, the crimes against, against humanity, humanity. <laughs> it's crimes against smurf manity all right so the next question is did kratos from god of war make an appearance in um the uh mustafa or what the hell is it called montero call me by your name <laughs> did yeah. um did kratos from god of war, specifically from uh from god of war ascension did when mm. he was like held by the ch- various chains did did kratos from now I'm let me just... ask you this Yes. Are you a are you a are, are you a video game fan, Jerry? Do you play video games or No, I would not dare say that I do play them occasionally, but I would never dare say that I'm a gamer. Uh, I haven't played on the computer since the original Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein is how Wolfenstein, excuse me. I forgot <laughs> he was three two three die Wolfenstein. I forgot he was there to buy and sell by mistake. Sorry. Uh, But also, you know, I with the games like modern games, I have a PlayStation 4. Yes, I have Spider-Man and a 2018 version of an MLB game. (laughs) And that's oh, and Minecraft, which I bought for my wife. And then I have uh, the NES. No. Super NES simu like you know those um, mini simulators like they look like the yeah, old the game retro systems and they come yeah yeah yes there we go and so I got one of those at the beginning of Coof for my wife because she couldn't go to work <laughs> and she was like well what I you know well I said all right I don't know if we're gonna be able to keep making money but here <laughs> <laughs> and so that was that and we've been able to play Super Mario three quite often. You know, and Contra. But I would never say I don't do it often enough. You know what I mean? Are but you I will aware tell you of who Kratos is, though. N- no. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to say this: 
on every aspect like that we've done here we've gone classic cartoon movie yeah we've gone classic cartoon show mm-hmm. we we've gone classic cartoon adult show yeah this is these are all teenager level kind of areas so i'm going to say heavens yes heavens yes all right let's see heavens, what you got yes. did kratos from god of war make an appearance in the music video for montero call me by your name i don't know we'll see i guess <gasps> yep the answer is yes Boom. he did he sure did there he is <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about this was like, as this video was going on, as much as I didn't want to be watching that video, mm-hmm. um, every time something popped up that I'm like, well, that kind of looks like such and such. I'm always like, it's oh, like I Easter can use that. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. I can just use that as an example. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This next one, a little bit of a curveball. I hope that okay. uh, for your sake. Now, and I'm going to tell you, if you want to walk away right now. <laughs> I can give you a copy. Yeah, I don't have anything. <laughs> you can't walk away now. You have to play it through to the end. Um, okay, next one's a bit of a curveball, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, did any talented musician make an appearance in the music video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name? Any talented? <laughs> did any talented musicians appear in this music video? Are, and, and I'm assuming we are excluding the glory that is Lil Nas X. <laughs> well, I don't know. It it oh. would really just depend on your opinion of um, or what you would classify as. As a really talented, talented musician, I guess talented musician, talented or musician or talented musician. Yeah. So you know what's interesting? I somehow smell Elton John here because <laughs> he keeps trying to hang out. <laughs> oh, the commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. If you remember, back in the day, uh, Eminem offended a lot of people by his use of the F word, F slur. And Elton John famously came out and he was like, look, I mean, I don't love it, but it's fine. And then they performed together, I believe, at the Grammys or the MTV Music Awards. I can't remember which. And, uh, you know, he he, he did the music of... for that Dido riff song, Stan. Mm-hmm. Stan, yeah. And and then, of course, Eminem became adopted by Elton John, if you remember. And they had a platonic father-son <laughs> relationship <laughs> thereafter. I recall all that happening as you so, described it. So I'm going to, so I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he could be here. But, you know, at the same time, he has he did spend many years pretending to be straight and had a wife. So I'm going to toe the line and say, you know what? In spite of his adopting Eminem after he said faggot a lot, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. No, no musician. None. No. OK. Oh, hell no. All right. Well, I will say this is for <laughs> this you is recall. For, this is for all centers. the bread lines. Bernie Sanders, <laughs> I want you to remember that your decision. Um... Look, I know it's on the line, pal. Okay, I just wanted to make that clear. 
This is for uh, all the bread lines. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna keep saying that so it's a good language. <laughs> workers of the world unite because the answer is no. No <laughs> talented musicians <laughs> made an appearance in this music video. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. Yeah. You went with your gut and I mm -hmm. think that uh, it paid off. So I think so. It, it at least let me tell that Elton John story. <laughs> the Elton John story was pretty funny, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to like... Alright, here we go. Alright, I got some stuff going on on my phone here. Um, Uh-oh. Okay. Not important. If we need to wrap up, we could wrap no, up fire. No, not at all. Not a big deal. This, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, this... I know how much this book means to you, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and the Can I also tell you? I think the, I think the people who are still hanging in here with me, they're on my side. You know what I mean? I think so too. It, it's like it's agree. like it reminded me of those again. Who who wants to be a millionaire? Shows. Remember, they would go through one, and if someone performed poorly, they would try to put two people in the seat or even three. I and don't then, but, know that I but remember they, that. Yeah, but they would never stretch out the time of the show. So hmm. there would be moments where someone would be in the middle. And, you know, whether it was uh, Regis or Meredith Vieira or the, the other person <laughs> years later. Who fella, um, didn't, uh, <laughs> who would you prefer be the host of Who Wants Because we remember it was Regis. Didn't Regis die? Regis is dead, if I recall, right? I think so, yeah. I think he is dead, um, but he was the yeah. Now who and it was the lady, right? The weakest link Meredith, lady. She took over, right? Mer yeah, Meredith uh, Vieira. Okay, she took over, and then there was someone else after. Is it? That's Drew a great Perry? question. And by the way, uh, Regis Philbin is dead. Okay, I remember him being dead. Yeah, um, yeah, he is absolutely dead. Okay. At 88. Is there um, but anyone looking... who disagrees with that? Oh, dude. Holy shit. All right. So here, check this out. I had no idea. It's Regis. And you can make your vote here. It goes Regis from 1999 to 2002. Meredith Vieira from 2002 to 2013. Oh, she was there for So like she was long... like she seemingly was the, the long-standing. Right. Cedric the Entertainer from 2013 oh, to right. 2014. I thought it was Terry Crews. Well, I'm getting there. Then tw Terry Crews from 2014 oh, to 2015. Over. Okay. Then Chris Harrison from 2015 to now. And Chris Harrison hosts The Bachelor, to give you an idea of the person, because the name not may not ring a bell. I don't know who Chris Harrison is. But that's okay. Well, whoever watches know, The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor, so. Right. Well. So let me ask you this. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> while we're still on this program. I consider myself the new living Regis Philbin. Uh, okay. Regis Philbin is how he talks. <laughs> now, if you remember, you are competing for Bernie Sanders and the, and the Communist Party. Actually, Tom, I have to correct you. This is how Regis talks. Please do. <laughs> He's dead. That's how well, I, I know. I, realize, I okay. got the joke. I when just had to, okay. I, you know. I got the joke, dog, on it. <laughs> I don't know how drunk you are. You might have also I, thought uh, my mic dropped, you know, like that kind no. of thing. I check your face 
when when like I hear silence, I check. I'm like, is this part of his joke? I wonder. Uh, no. So the next question is. <laughs> oh, the next question is on mm -hmm. heavens yes or hell no, the world's most offensive true or false game. Did Cinnamon, the stripper who told me she really, really liked me during a lap dance, make an appearance in the music video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name? That is Cinnamon, the stripper, who told me she really, really liked me during a lap dance once. Mm. Did this she is, make an appearance? This is so easy. I can't even believe it. You know, you, I, I honestly, they were getting so much harder, right? And then out of nowhere. And then out of nowhere. Now, the only... Oh, wait, wait, wait. See, because here's what I was going to say. I was going to say, oh, hell no. Because I didn't expect one woman to be in this Yeah, what <laughs> a this rare video. opportunity for for one woman. For some, some yeah. woman in rural Kentucky to come across, you know, this mm -hmm. opportunity. But exactly, we, stranger things have happened. Would you agree? Yeah. I Yes. Well, that's what... I, you know what? Because the technicality is that he could play that person, I'm going yes. Heavens yes. Four. Well, no, this is not even four all the marbles. This isn't even four. Bernie Sanders and the Communist Manifesto. This is... Let's see. Did Cinnamon, the stripper who told me she really, really liked me one time during a lap dance... <laughs> <laughs> did she appear in the music video Montero call me by your name she did she did in yes. fact appear in the music video for Montero call me by your name now I, now the screen is not rotated do not change the settings of your <laughs> screen this is how it appears in the music video uh, okay. All right. well, <laughs> yeah, believe it or not you that are is on how... a roll I'll tell you what you're on a roll Jerry oh my goodness I got to tell you, I'm getting good at this, I think. This is what, week three that you've been third week, Third week games? of this. What? Mm -hmm. Let's recap. Let's do a bit of a recap. What <laughs> okay. What games have you played? You've played, um, you've played some oh, wait. kind of... Here we go. I, I wrote it down, remember. Okay. Because I had to get it right. It was Yemen's Well of Beirut or Artificial Neo-Vaginal Reconstruction. Yeah, that was a good game. I recall that game. It was that game. And then, of course, last week, it was the Travis Scott themed game, where I had to, where I had to insert lyrics. <laughs> I don't even remember what the other questions were after that. I'm, they were good, also, but just the skill of putting in <laughs> blocka flocka shada and proper in yeah, the in the actual spots. It wasn't like just two squares. You know what I mean? It was like seven, and. To get six out of seven the first time and seven out of seven the second. Yeah, you did better I, the second time, which is weird. Yeah, there was like 45 minutes and more booze in between, and somehow I got it more right. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm impressed. And here we are. Yeah, and here we are now. Final week. Well, no, this is not the final week. <laughs> I, say, no. I say it like the game is <laughs> like we're done after this. We're, that's it. Sorry, this is the last. <laughs> I just spoiled the surprise. Uh, so. <laughs> No, we, we have two more questions, okay? You're okay. very close to taking By the way, home. Mike, I'm sorry, I have to address this. Mike, no, I believe, sorry. is addressing my ginger nature by saying that I'm on a cinnamon roll. 
It's either that or my <laughs> cholesterol. I'm not sure which. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it had to do with Cinnamon the Stripper, who um, oh, said kind things. That makes to total me. sense. Here I took. Here I took. <laughs> You're like getting offended for no reason. You're like, well, you know what, Mike? I'll tell hey, you what. Look, I'm a ginger with soul. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm also you have sweet. You have two. Well, that's a compliment, really. Then a cinnamon roll. That's. I took use. no offense. I yeah, just oh, assumed okay, it was okay, okay. An apt observation. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, you're definitely on a cinnamon roll. If I can, if I can, you know, take Agreed. that and roll with it, and if I can cinnamon roll with that, you uh, can. you're on. You're on your final two questions. Fantastic. Um, this one, they're the two tricky ones. I'm gonna tell you, okay? Because sure. this next one, you have to ask yourself: Did the 44th <laughs> president of the United States of America? Make an appearance oh, in Montero. Call me by your name. This is, now, now, did Barack Obama, the 44th huh. president of the United States of America, did he make an appearance in mm. this music video? What do you think about that? All right. I think. Hmm. All right, this is tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it all out here for you. Yeah, talk us through where, it. Where, where my mind's at? Yeah, I'm gonna say. Um, see, here's the problem, right? Famously, we all remember Jesse Smollett, right? I he's been in the news lately. Yeah. Been in the news, and he was in the news before this album release, which is pertinent because at the time both Beyonce's family and the Obamas were involved with getting him out of immediate trouble and jail time. So, as a gay black entertainer that lied to the public and wanted to stir up shit <laughs> that was pretty fucking evil when you come down to it, is it possible that the Obamas would dip their toe in yet again to that realm? It's tough to say. And would they do it knowing that that guy associated with Miley Cyrus and Billy Ray Cyrus? Yeah, that's, that adds because, a layer. Yeah. It's a mullet to tood. <laughs> okay. You know what though? I don't think they could help themselves. I'm gonna go yeah. Oh hell yeah. You think Excuse Barack me. Obama yes. You think Barack yes. Obama appeared in the music video for Montero Call yeah. Me by Your Name by Lil Nas X, you yes. would be correct. Barack yes. Obama, the forty fourth <laughs> president of the United States of America, did make an appearance in the music video, Montero, <laughs> call me by your name. There he is, uh, right can there. I, can I tell you, I'm just glad Mike Tyson's still getting work. Because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I can't believe it. That's awesome. Mike Tyson. I, I, like, like, Mike, I like Mike Tyson. Yeah, I gotta tell you, for a guy who, you know, supposedly, <laughs> potentially... Right raped a woman and beat the shit out of her or whatever. He's not bad. 
Wasn't he charged, like actively charged and sentenced <coughs> with raping a woman? <coughs> yeah, he went to prison. So and... it wasn't really like supposedly. <clears throat> right? Well, that's to say that no innocent person goes to prison. <coughs> you know. <laughs> so you're still like going to bat well, for Mike Tyson here? Well, look, it's not as if the entertainment industry has ever ignored past very vile past discretions and made someone out to be uh, <coughs> a national treasure or anything. Or like a regional treasure, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> Mike Tyson, since he beat the shit out of <coughs> a woman and raped her or whatever, uh, although I will say, here's, here's, here's a little bit of doubt to throw in. And I know we're already late, so I'll make it quick. Patrice O'Neill did a bit about this. And for those who know Patrice, understand what is about to be said. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill said, you know, I don't know if I believe the whole Mike Tyson beef because of something she said in her testimony. It's a dead giveaway. Couldn't have happened. She said that he broke into her house, came in through the window, got into the bed, laid her down, kept her down, and then ate her pussy. He goes, you mean to tell me <laughs> <laughs> that a man came into her room <laughs> and at what is basically a physical gunpoint was like, get the fuck down. Get the fuck down. And then did this, Tom. <laughs> I, That's you know, his, I'll he, tell you what. He goes, are you kidding me? He, he's did, like, bitch, I'm gonna, you said to write the fuck there. While I gently caress your foot. Right. My tongue, you know. Yeah, I'll tell now. you what. That's that's something that you do for someone you love. And I've talked about this multiple <laughs> times in the past. You know, you don't use your mouth unless you legitimately love someone. Or unless and I'm not and let's even take it back a little bit. Unless you really like someone, right? That's sure, something yeah. that you do for somebody that you really like. This is yes. not somebody that like there's no in, in order for you to achieve any kind of sexual gratification from it, mm -hmm. uh, you have to have some kind of emotional attachment to that person. There's no real <laughs> sexual gratification that comes from eating a woman out. There just isn't. Um, <laughs> and, and, and so, like, when I hear somebody say, oh, he sexually assaulted me by eating me out, I'm like, okay. Let me go ahead and pump the brakes there, <laughs> uh, because there's more to it than than than. It, it's like when there a married woman, story, yeah, yeah. It's like when a married woman says, "My husband raped me," and I'm like, "Well, no, 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 that can't be, uh, because you guys are married." <laughs> yeah, like that's just a well, silly. That's a silly I mean, thing to say, you know. I, now, if he beat you within an inch of your life and anally raped you or whatever, that's something else. But when you're like, I sure, didn't really yeah. feel like having sex, and mm. he had sex with me, you, you don't get to decide that. That's just not a thing. Um, you guys are married. <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead and challenge me. <laughs> well, what I would say, what I would say is, <clears throat> what the problem I would have with the statement 
is that there's no indication there was a communication. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, so, all right, so, like, let's so hold say, on, hold on. Let's say, so, yeah. I am lying next to my wife in bed, and there is at least a neutral understanding that we are (laughs) married, right? Like, at a minimum, neutral. We didn't Mm -hmm. go to bed in the same bed, Mm -hmm. like, wanting to choke each other to death, right? Like, (laughs) we could be also part of your marriage, but who knows? But you don't go to bed in this. Like, look at the the, the worst relationship that you know. Do those mm-hmm. people go to the same bed, or perhaps do they like? Does the husband sleep on the couch? Does the wife maybe sleep in the she shed? I don't know. You know, they, but they awesome. don't sleep in the same bed. They're not going to curl mm-hmm. up next to each other, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think that's the case. And well, my yeah, the no, communication okay, part that I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm is there because there has to be distinctions between things i think people just throw out things to get the attention first and then everybody's backing up later going wait what did you just what (laughs) because if you say the rape that of course is very serious oh for sure yeah and it's it's like what yeah, what the fuck did you just say? What are we talking about here? And your brain's already going into 10 steps and defense mech. How do I defend? Do you need something? Right? There's all this kind of stuff. And then if you say, well, yes, what happened? Well, I didn't show any real indication that I was not into what was about to happen. I didn't. Well, and even if I did, I was kind of like iffy. And I've been iffy before when I want them to touch me and then we do and then I get into it and it's been a while so I'm glad he did and this and that well this time my opinion my mindset never really changed but I also didn't tell him to stop or do anything and so that to me is considered rape and I'm sitting there like thinking of the brutality that is typically associated (laughs) not just you know I changed my mind in the middle of it I was trying to give it a go, but I never really got there, and so. So now without it's a rape. Ac- or afterwards, yeah, so without- I didn't get off, so. <laughs> yeah, it's rape. Right. So, the, so where I would challenge you is, in your in your statement, you literally said, "Well, unless he beat you within an inch of your life and then <laughs> did something," I'm like, "Well, that is it, isn't it?" You know, to me, like, I'll, I'll I mean, uh, okay, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example, and I'll flip the script. Are you ready for the script being yeah, flipped? for sure, for sure. All right. In my younger years, I was wasted one time, and I called a person over to my home, if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was so drunk, I f- had to be put to bed, <laughs> and I fell asleep, and I woke up to them doing things to me. Now, as a six foot five male, if I ever said that this girl raped me, I'd be laughed out of town in spite of the fact that it was by definition exactly that, (laughs) taking advantage of an inebriated person unconscious at some points 
and do it kind of doing what you want. Now, that is nothing like what you just said in terms of like what a, in the scenario of like, I just kind of wasn't into it and I changed my <laughs> mind and I never said and blah, blah, blah. And still no one would like barely a whisper would ever be made in on my behalf to say, yes, that that is actually the definition of it. They'd go, oh, wow, that really sucks, dude. You woke up to get your dick wet. <laughs> like, that would be, <laughs> you know, I've had that happen to me. Literally told that story to someone. They were like, wow, sounds like a real bitch, you know. So that's my point is when I hear it, I'm like, you can't just be like, oh, no, I didn't communicate or change my like. I just kind of changed my attitude about the whole thing. And now thinking back, he really should have known that. And <laughs> like, so let me ask you, know. you this. Yeah. And I'm going to, and I won't belittle your experience because obviously to you, that was rape to the guy who did the, well, no, I'm just trying to say to you, no, no, that no, is no. the actual definition. I'm not telling you I how I it. feel. I get I'm it. Saying, I get it. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm trying you know. to look at it from all angles. So yeah. from the the literal definition or whatever, or mm-hmm. from the position that you presented it from of like, oh, well, that was rape to the guy mm-hmm. who was like, oh, sounds terrible. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> awful. Oh, you right. fucking banged some girl or whatever while you were sleeping. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, You're a six foot five guy, which I didn't know until I, I think you probably told me this before. But like last week when you mentioned it or whatever, I was like, dang, he's like almost half a foot taller than I am because I'm six foot. So I just barely make the mm. cutoff of not being like tiny. Um, <laughs> but like you're, you're six foot five. You're a big guy. Big guy. If you didn't want it. And I'm not and I'm not going to sit here and say that you didn't want it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if you really didn't want it. Mm-hmm. You could have shoved her off, right? Oh, sure. Well, I didn't actually tell you how it ended. But... <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, well hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Well, let me yeah, finish yeah. it pretending that I don't know, that we don't need to know the rest oh, of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But sure. If, you, if you, at this point, were to come to me and say, Tom, I was raped. And I would say, well, gosh, what happened? You know, looking up at you like, well, what happened? You know? <laughs> You know, and you tell me, and I'm like, well, what was she, like 400 pounds? Why couldn't you knock her off? Why couldn't you backhand her off of you? Why mm-hmm. couldn't you push her off and, and, and roll the other way and what, whatever? Why couldn't right. you have done these things, right? You're a big guy. Mm-hmm. I, might, I might push that thing on you, and you might say, well, I was... And then I would make the argument, well, then it probably wasn't as bad as you're making it. Maybe you're trying to get my sympathy or whatever which i will right, give right, you right. my sympathy if if that's what you really want but to me it sounds like <laughs> to me it sounds like you were eventually okay with it or at the time okay with it or maybe confused or maybe who knows but when you talk about a woman mm-hmm. who is lying in bed with her husband mm-hmm. and right. she didn't want to have sex with yeah. her husband but her husband spits in his hand warms her up and then bangs her. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I don't think that there's such a thing as hmm. now. I, I think I think within married couples, I think there are times where absolutely it's rape. I do. Sure. Well, yeah, you had said it in your defense. So, I would yeah. say that yeah, there mm-hmm. are certain situations where I think certain things have to be in play first, where okay. like the woman says. 
I am no longer happy in this marriage. I have no interest in working it out with you. I <laughs> am kind of in this position where I'm living in this house because financially it's what we have. It's, you know, we have kids together. Uh, I think mm -hmm. financially it's the most responsible thing. Uh, and I, I sleep in this room and you sleep in that room. And I think when the husband comes in, kicks the door in, and he smells like booze, and he drops oh, his yeah. cigar on the floor and stomps it and throws the bottle against the wall, and he comes over and <laughs> slams her head against the wall and fucks her from behind. I think that's rape. I think that's, yeah, that's absolutely yeah, that's rape. That's a pretty bad thing, yeah. I think, though, <laughs> I think when a husband and wife are lying in bed together, a bed that they share... Mm -hmm. and she is perhaps sleeping and he curls up with her and she doesn't push him off of her or mm -hmm. make like a very obvious distinction of like get the fuck away from me you know like why he would be in the bed with her to begin with or whatever if that were the case if that were the feeling or whatever mm -hmm. I, I now granted i crawl into bed with my, my wife and i have been married for 15 years now and i've crawled into bed with my wife where she just wants to get a good night's sleep where me curling up on her she's not mm -hmm. necessarily wanting to be curled up on and she'll like mm -hmm. kind of like uh, like nudge me off a little bit or be like ah, oh. like try to roll over or something you know make <laughs> she'll make some kind of subtle indication that hey I need a good night's sleep okay got it I'll roll over but and I'm gonna say this and this is a little personal, this might be a little TMI. If I want sex with my wife, she'll give it to me. But mm -hmm. I know that there are times where she doesn't want it. And I won't pursue it, right? Sure. Um, yeah. So, and even if I did pursue it, and I knew she didn't want it, or maybe she wanted a good night's sleep, I still would not consider it rape. And I guarantee I fucking do know that she would not consider it rape, right? Because... See, well, the, yeah. Okay, go ahead, please. Oh, no, Argue well, I was going to say, everything that you're saying comes down to the communication part that I mentioned, because, again, you just, like, uh, physical or verbal communication existed in every example you gave. You know what I mean? Like... Have okay, so every time have I wanted to do something every time I was asked to do something? No, no, but do you do it because X reason, you know, oh, I love them and I have to, or whatever it is, you know? To me, then, if that's the mentality, just because it's if it's sex or if it's doing something else, if you're saying, I don't really feel like it, but I know it would make you happy. That's that's not that's not the way we just that's not the same thing as the other description. Well, let me you know that we let were me given. ask you this then, Jerry. Sure, and yeah. If I am a woman, I'm a beautiful woman walking down the road, and I suspend imagination, <laughs> suspend your imagination for a little while. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a beautiful woman walking down the road late at night, and I'm wearing some sexy. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, outfit because I was out clubbing, right? Sure. And mm -hmm. I'm with my gal pals, and we're heading mm -hmm. back to the apartment or whatever. We're heading back to my girlfriend's apartment or whatever. Okay. And some 
some riffraff comes around the corner and and they very obviously mean to fuck us bloody right they mean to rape us and I knowing what I know about the human condition about rapists about criminals Mm -hmm. about the the, the male penis right I know Uh that the only way I am going to prevent a bad situation is if I let this guy fuck me. Is that not the same thing that what you just said, where the communication thing is, well, if I love you, I'm going to let you do such and such. If I don't Mm. want to end up bloody and bludgeoned and on the side of the road fucked anyways... Uh, probably yeah. an emergency room. Is that not sort of the same thing? Uh, no, okay. uh, because there's no, there's no, unless there's something I'm not understanding from your marriage example. <laughs> there's, there's no threat you of don't violence. Know my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just it. But there's no threat of violence. In this one, it's literally to avoid viol- further violence and harm by letting a certain level of violation occur, that's not the same as, well, I don't feel like it, but it's been a minute. My husband, can, you know, I'll, I'll do it, right? That, <laughs> Just, you know what? I'm going to make my husband happy even though I'm not into it. That's not the same as, you know what? Rather <laughs> than be murdered, I'm going to just take, you know what I mean? Let's that's not turn not... this rape into a murder. Right. That yeah. That's not the same. Yeah. Because unless there's something wrong with the marriage where the idea of saying no or giving any pushback, like, hey, give me 24 hours. I'm not even showered. Whatever. Like any excuse that you could give. If that would turn into a beating, then, yeah, maybe it is closer to what you're saying, because it's like, oh, I can't even just be not into it for 24 hours without getting smacked around or whatever. What if then, it's been yeah. a week? What if it's been a oh. week and, and she hasn't put out? Well, then I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. then you could whoop her a little bit. Yeah, no, then, but, I mean, come on. No, No. so but, what... Yeah. No, my question is... That, and, and, and I'm obviously not speaking from a position of like, hey, this by is the way, my this is a hell of a... Like. I don't know how we got here, by the way, after <laughs> Little Nas X and the Smurfs. In We're his... not even on the final question. We have oh, one really? more question. I we, yeah, oh, really? Oh, my no, goodness. You had how do you top one... the 44th president? You haven't won your copy of Bernie Sanders in the Communist Manifesto, um, but no, I'm you know I'm starting to wonder like what is the, you know, there's obviously the happy marriage, and mm-hmm. the sex whenever either one of them wants it, and that's a method of them expressing their love for one another, to the, mm-hmm. to the to the guy who's trying to like rape somebody on the side of the road <laughs> which we like acknowledge as rape like that's no shit yeah that's that obviously is absolutely rape. yeah like at what point on this spectrum does it go from being rape because i think of rape as like there's there's got to be a spectrum right it's not sure. like well this is rape and this isn't rape i think there's mm-hmm. got to be like a like kind of a line like we're going we're traveling along this thing this is rape this is rape this is still kind of rape this is still rape i still would consider this rape and then here we are with the Mm -hmm. you know the typical modern marriage married family or whatever you know where is the where's the cutoff 
for like, well, okay, I no reasonable jury would consider this rape. <laughs> like, where right, is right, that? Right, right, right. Like, and, well, and that's, I think that's a, I think that's a really fun question to explore. That yeah. we've kind of already started that, and I don't, and I, mm-hmm. I know we have to ramp this up because now we're down to four viewers, uh, people who are like, I can't four do viewers, this anymore. three hours, I you know, <laughs> I can't, I can't do any more rape talk. But yeah, there's like the very obviously rape, and then the happy family. Where along this spectrum does it stop being rape? Where you would particularly mm. consider okay well that's not rape that's silly and i would never under any circumstances if i were in the jury box consider that to yeah. be like rape well Anyways. you know where the trouble is no my final thought yeah and then let's it, do the last question final thought is the trouble with all of this is if you don't have um a stranger danger situation and there's any kind of history or kind of um acknowledgement that things were going in a particular way. Like, let's say you had a nice date. You're not necessarily married. You just had a really nice date, and then you were starting to do things, whatever. Then it starts to be a he said, she said thing, which gets very complicated. Oh, sure. Because because if you don't say this, and it's just all up here, or if, well, we weren't there, and you say that you said it, and then you did, you know, there's all kinds of complications that come with it. Not that I would assume that anybody's going to lie, but there are liars out there. Things people do lie, or just misinterpretations become criminal. That kind of thing. So I think, even with like say the marriage thing, how could I possibly judge that if certain if a couple agrees to a particular situation where like, oh yeah, just to make each other happy because we don't care about whatever you could do whatever you want either way like then even if the description to me would be wait you weren't into it at all and it still happened <laughs> that's yeah then you, know, you like lose all sorts of respect for your partner <laughs> well then well it's just like well if you if you guys do that for each other then that's your marriage and it's not you know because then it's an emotional it's an agreement you know there has to so I think it's a very complicated situation because the same act in that circumstance, if you if the if the couple didn't have that kind of lifestyle and agreement, then it could be. But if they do, then it's how they do things, you know, so it's I don't know if the answer will ever be clear cut. We may never know whether or not that was rape or not. No, but what we will know is all about the Smurfs and their <laughs> their satanic cult and or Church of Latter-day Saints lifestyle, depending on which place you fall. As I recall, they fall into many of those different things. So let's let's recap real quick as we get to the final question uh, and whether or not... So this, this final question decides whether or not you go home with a copy of Bernie Sanders <laughs> and the Communist Manifesto. Uh, so we had, did Lil Nas X appear in Montero, Call Me By Your Name? Did Marge Simpson, did Mufasa, <laughs> did a, a white person? No, no white person appeared in, in it. Uh, did the Smurfs appear in it? Yes, they did. Did Kratos from God of War Ascension appear in it? He did, as a matter of fact. 
Did Cinnamon, the stripper who said that she really, really liked me <laughs> during a lap dance, did she appear in it? Yes, she did. And did uh, the 44th president of the United States, two-term president uh, Barack Obama, did he appear in it? He did. Now, Jerry, your final yes. question. For all the communist manifesto uh, <laughs> by Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. did... The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, does payment for your sins that you may redeem eternal salvation. Make an appearance in the music video for Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Or do you think that he perhaps uh, distanced himself from it entirely? <laughs> do you think he totally avoided making any kind of appearance in this music video, Jerry? You tell me. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. Hell no. Oh, hell no. hell no. You are correct. Hell. Jesus Christ yes. gave uh, Lil Nas X's music video, Montero, or Call Me By Your Name, <laughs> a very wide berth on <laughs> this. Yeah, that, you, that would be a pass. <laughs> you have uh, earned yourself a copy of Bernie Sanders and the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> Can I say this? I, I've been meaning to, I've been wanting to brag on this. This is an actual copy of the Communist Manifesto. Um, it's incredible that I own, and I made this today. This cover. You did? <laughs> I did. I made this, <laughs> and I took a, a a glue stick and I glued it to the cover of my copy of the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> but I designed it from scratch. The Bernie Sanders, I had to download a font that was uh, Harry Potter. And then I had to create the little logo here, the background for in the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> and the background with the star, the Russian USSR star. That is um, incredible. But yeah, I wanted to brag about it this whole That's time. That's great work. Yeah. But thank you so much. I actually, I, I from my... Um, like, that's why I kept like wanting to share it because it looks like legit. Like you that looks look at it, legit. Like just from the camera, you're like, oh dang, this is that's a the Communist Manifesto. Yep, Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was very proud of it, so I wanted to brag on that for a minute. But no, thank you, Jerry, for a wonderful. Uh, I think we uh, unfortunately we didn't get to talk specifically about Godsmack or, um, and I, I want to address this <laughs> right. too. Uh, how Tom, my my tagline is found rare non-satanic lyrics in Godsmack songs because mm-hmm. Godsmack, the lead singer of Godsmack, actually dabbled in the occult and he was part of the thing that we were going to talk about. Um, mm. As a matter of fact, let me, I'll, I'll read them off real quick. These are people who, who dabbled in modern music and somewhat modern music. Godsmack's, Godsmack's Sully Erna, David Bowie, Led Zeppelin's mm-hmm. Jimmy Page, Megadeth's mm-hmm. Dave Mustaine, Alkaline Trio mm-hmm. and Blink-182's more more currently, uh, Matt mm-hmm. Skiba, and yeah. My Chemical Romance's uh, Gerard Way, and Elvis Presley all dabbled in the occult. Um, hmm. So those were all individuals. Also, uh, if you if, if you read Jerry's description here, discovered no difference <laughs> in records being played sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of stuff about uh, the Satanic Panic and stuff, and so I wanted to mm-hmm. include 
both of those things. But thank you guys for tuning in. Jerry, did you yes, have anything thank that you, you everybody. wanted to shill? I know uh, I want to make sure you have an opportunity at the end of every show to, you know, to shill or whatever yeah. you got to say. Yeah, like, honestly, all I have is Telegram, and I don't know how to shill that properly. So <laughs> We um, don't have a Telegram. We have, uh, it's the Discord. Yeah. The Telegram is just where you right. and I chat. <laughs> yeah, so if, like, you want to find me on Telegram, the at, my, my at is at no, nah, no thanks. <laughs> nah, uh, N-A-H. Nah, uh, hell no. <laughs> nah, no thanks. Uh, at, nah, no thanks. That's it. Right on. Well, you guys know where to find me. Uh, and if you need help finding Jerry on any of those programs, just, uh, you know, just direct message me and I'll, I'll redirect you to where you need yeah. to go. Other than that, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, always, I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun lately, uh, you know, with Jerry taking over uh, V's new spot. Granted, we've got, we go a little bit longer, but I think uh, <laughs> we have a little bit of extra fun with these games and with some of the other nonsense that we bring. Um, so... Again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you guys all next week. Adios. Cool. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Are you interested in advertising on You Had Me at Bigfoot? Oh, hell no! Reach out to us at contact at youhaveme at bigfoot.com.